Hello, and welcome to another episode of Android's Amazing Podcast. I'm your host, James Santana, and as always, I'm for, uh, as always, I'm joined by Hunter Van Lair. Sorry, I'm reading this back before we didn't do our name filling. We're brought to you by Android's Amazing Comics down in Saving New York. Now, let's start off the show with some news. We got news. Zeb Wells is doing an Ant-Man title. Fucking finally, Ant-Man's coming back. He had a five-issue mini back in last year. You went hard with that. Like, you're like, I'm in. Because I love Scott Lang. I know you do. It's just, it's not because of the movies. It's I started reading his book when they relaunched it for 2013, 2014, mm. when he moved to Florida. Oh, and, when he was in the criminal the thing? Yeah. yeah, he was I in the was awesome. thing, yeah. So having this book come back and he's teaming up with Stinger, or yep. his daughter. Cassie. Yeah, which she's is like, really cool. And it's funny because it ties back in the last miniseries. That's when she took the name Stinger. Yeah, that was uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp when yep. Naughty went blind. So when they first yep. met up. Also, and then it's you know what that. Stinger, I think Sam Ryder, too. You know, what Sti- no, you know what a Stinger name comes from, right? I know what a Stinger is. No, no, no. Where, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I know in real life. But uh, where it comes from in the like, books, No. that was her MC2 name. So back in oh, uh, back in the nineties, they made a ser- uh, comic series called MC Two, like a in universe, like a out of another universe type of thing, mm-hmm. non canon thing, like an Earth Two. Yeah, and it was the future of, of comedy. That's where uh, Mayday comes from. Okay, uh, where Spider Girl comes from. Yeah. That's where J Two comes from yeah. and stuff like that. J Two, <laughs> with Juggernaut Son yeah. and stuff like that. So weird. Uh, uh, American Dream and stuff. And that's where Stinger came from. And Stinger, that's Cassie cool. Lang was Stinger, and then now they made it officially canon. And yeah, instead of her being Giant Woman or whatever, she no, was she was no Stature, Stature, yeah, Giant Woman, Stature, <laughs> Stature, yeah, Stature. I think Stature is a pretty good name too. Yeah, it was good. But now Stature. that she doesn't grow anymore, she just shrinks more. She took the is... she took over the wasp's powers. Yeah, because then we have Roz as the main Giant Man. See, I I w- hope this Ant Man. It's just called Title Ant Man. There's no Ant Man yeah. Wasp. I hope it's Ant Man. The first arc is Stinger, and then like he starts like meeting up with his other side guys again. Because Raz is always a cool addition. I love his Florida unit with Machine Smith and um, yeah, and oh, the bear guy. What's his name? Actually, I, was, I have an idea. If they called the book Astonishing Ant Man, and just which is it'd be Giant Man. Ant. Well, they did Giant Men. Yeah, for, no, uh, but we're calling this uh, Astonishing Ant Men, and just have it be all the ant like all the Giant Men and Ant Man together mm-hmm. on a team. Like all them like living in Florida, and then like <laughs> Wa- like Nadia being there, and then having Stinger the there. People? Yeah, except for Janet because she's on Wakanda. I mean, she can be there too. Could be like her. Could be cool having her, Nadia, and Stinger there. And then Scott Lang, Giant Man, Man. Goliath, and Atlas. Do you really want Atlas though? Uh, it doesn't I, really count. I, yeah, I would and have. He will make an appearance. Yeah, but, but he, he doesn't have to be, be on the team. He wouldn't be on the team. No, if he, he wasn't an no, team. but he doesn't have to be. Like they could be the new West Coast Avengers. <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. It's all the well, ant people. They'd be the Florida Avengers, the East Coast Avengers. <laughs> That's just the regular Avengers. <laughs> I know, <laughs> the Florida Man Avengers. So yeah, I'm excited. That book comes out in February. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Next up, James DC Bookage. What's up with the book? That's, your segues are weird lately. I don't have segues. I just uh, do if, words. I know. Inferior 5 was cut from a 12 issue to a 6 series after issue 3 was released. Which is this week. Yes, which I'm not surprised. Yeah, as much as I love Jeff Lemire's writing, and I think Keith Giffen's also on the book too. Yeah. Or it might just be Keith Giffen. I'm so sorry if I put Jeff Lemire. Oh, it's Keith, Keith Giffen, yeah. Um, It just seems like a weird book that DC would just throw out there and then just be like, it's got 12. I totally saw that it as a 6 when it first got announced. Yeah, it's just weird when you do characters like that, and you're like, yeah, we're going to do this. 12. As, yeah, give them a 12. Like the, no offense to the Metal Men, that book should have been announced as a 6. It should be a 6. But from what they've been talking about with the Metal Men, that's supposed to, like, reinvent them and, like, add them into the main yeah. continuity. Yeah, did you read so issue 1? would be pretty good. 
No. Oh my god, it. it was redonk. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so I think Metal Men was like because you know how like Martian Manhunter is another twelve issue. Yeah. That that could not be a six. What Orlando's doing is insane. Yes. So like certain books, maybe Metal Men is fifty fifty, but like if you're your five, <laughs> you know it also depends on necessary. it also depends on the writer. If the writer yeah. can actually tell a good story like that and stretch it out, writer. yeah, and it's he just, is. It's just with those characters, I don't feel like you don't have. The... I saw that book and I was like, are they DC characters? They, oh, like they, well, Peacemaker's there. Remember the comedian guys, comedian. Peacemaker is in the backup stories. He's not in the. Book. I know it's not. <laughs> it's not great, not even dude. A character. It's not great. Yeah, so I'm not surprised it got cut. I'm still happy it's coming out though. Not didn't get fully canceled. You know what I mean? I hate it when books get canceled. I don't mind if book is can- books get canceled. I'm just not happy when you tell me it's gonna be twelve issue and go. I'm cutting it in half because we we know it wasn't good. Then why'd you give this this? Because they thought it was gonna sell well and then it didn't. But that's not good enough. Dude, though, Beauty got canceled. Beauty yeah, had, but Beauty's been around forever. Yeah, but thirty and thirty one were supposed to come out and it got cut off at like twenty nine or something. And I was like, that's really weird. Yeah, but it's been around for a bit though. That's why I don't mind that. Yeah. You know, you're going, all right, we're going to... Well, they they announced uh, Black Cat and Mary Jane as ongoings, and we know they're getting canceled Yeah, soon. we know that's not... A... Loki was announced as an ongoing, that got and chopped at five. And yeah. Future Foundation chopped at five. Uh, Superior Spider-Man chopped at 12. twelve. Well, all right, I had a talk with someone about this, and the problem, the big thing we had, like, a, a problem with them canceling or how they ended Superior Spider-Man. I won't spoil it on the no, show. I haven't read the last I, w- show. I was going to spoil it for the show anyway. I know um, that you're 11, though. The problem I have with the way they end the series is that they absolutely did not have to go in that direction. And you know what I was talking about before, right? Because you, you read issue yeah, 10. Yeah, in issue 11, they uh, he became Dr. Octopus. Right. Which is so stupid. Yeah, I understand. I think that's you, so dumb. I understand because what it is, they want Doc Ock back to fight Spider-Man later on for Spider-Man books. I know, books. but... But you could, you could easily resolve this by going... He was superior octopus. He was still in the Spider-Man body and he had the tentacles. He could be the same guy. Yeah. But he wanted to be a good guy and that's what the book was about. And they made him a bad guy. Yeah, yeah so... And I was like, wow. The thing what you could do, I though... the arc. All you had to do, you could have kept both characters around. All you had to do was wear... Warcraft? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, no remember the machine that he built? The whole Spider Geddon problem. Yeah. All he had to do was transfer his mind. Like he, I'm not spoiling it, but there, there's a reason why he gives up the the body of Doc uh, of his clone body to be clones, back yeah. to being, um, Doc Ock. He makes a deal with Mephisto, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mister Eleven makes a deal with Mephisto because he goes, "I have to save this kid, but Spider Man can't murder this guy. I have to be Doc Ock." Because like, his whole reasoning is. Dr. Octopus is stronger than this perfectly cloned body. Yeah, this Spider-Man who always beats me. Yeah, always. And I have to revert back to my fat man self. Yeah. Instead of being a buff, younger version of myself who's superior, who's just better in every way. Every He's way. superior. Yep. And I think it's because they wanted, obviously, what you said to make yeah. him fight Spider-Man again. But I think it would be better if they just kept him... All he had to do with do, Empires. All he had to do was... Not even, not even to make him a villain. He, he didn't have to do that. All he, he had to do was... All he had to do was keep, like... The Tolliver identity yeah. as one body, and then he could clone himself into a body where he gave like he gave up the spider abilities. So Tolliver's just a dude, mm-hmm. and he gave up all of his powers. And then you would have like chunky husky Doc Ock back in another body. That's all he had to do with Mephisto. Mm-hmm. Mephisto would be like fine. He wouldn't cared. He won. He would have won either way. Mm-hmm. And we would be like, no, I just I would just give up my Spider-Man powers. And everything, and my memories of being Doctor Octopus, and just be Tolliver, whatever his, uh, his last name was, Tolliver Elliot in the clone body, yeah, in his clone body, and live with that girl 
and then have his, you know, his 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 you know memories and everything be in the Doctor Octopus body. It just seems weird. You're making it a little more convoluted. Than I would just do that. I would just done that. Anything better than what they did? Because there's no because they wouldn't have kept that body around. Yeah. Because the problem is, they want Doctor o- regular old school Doctor Octopus back to fight Peter. But I don't like that. I don't either. I but there's dumb. a way to in the Marvel universe. There's a way to keep the body around. Clone it. Magic. There's something. In the next Spider Get in Spider Verse event, they'll just put his body back again. Well, no, they he's cle- too tied to the Spider Get. No, they cleaned out. No, they cleaned that all out. That's why he's no longer that. No, I they mean, made a whole point in uh, Spider Geddon yeah, about him not being. Figure it out. No, there's because there's no need for him to do that now. Mm, it's done. They'll find a way. No, you don't have to do it. I know, but they will. No, no, they don't have to. That's what I'm trying to tell you. That's why they closed that storyline up. Mm. The only reason why they brought him back last time is because they wanted a sexy Doctor Octopus to fight against, you know, Kane and Norman and all them, and to give a reason. What's it? They only made him that to cause Spider Geddon. I guess. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, I don't know. Either way, it's not good. I don't like what they did. I thought it was dumb because I loved that book because I love Superior Spider-Man. It's a good concept. Yeah. Is that you could... Marvel just has to go and ruin things with their ideas. (laughs) If they're really the house of ideas, then they should really get better ideas. Oof. What a swag. It's just... (sighs) I know I'm a fan and being... like, if I was to write for Marvel, I would do this. You know, that, that's the whole thing. We do that all the time. That's but just like, fans That's what fans grass, say, yeah. but Marvel wouldn't let that happen. But again, with the House of Ideas, you think you'd let more fans... You think you'd let Marvel fans write books. Not no, like, why would you No, no, that? no, like, people who got those correct degrees and the correct publications and yeah. the correct steps to do Marvel, but they were Marvel fans growing up. Like, Donny Cates, he's a Marvel fan when he was a kid. I mean, it depends. And I love his stuff. It depends. He, his stuff screams Marvel fan. He's got callbacks, he's got hype. Yeah, but the Everything hype the hype's not the hype's only there because uh, he was no no, eight. no no he's got hype like in his writing. Yeah, but he's just, that's only because he's a talented writer. There are writers that are that didn't grow up like for example John Hickman. His dream project he never read read any Marvel book. He wanted to do Justice League, right? Yeah, he he did all because he said I see two e two. All he did was read DC books and X Men. Yeah. But his Avengers stuff he did was fantastic. Yeah, that Avengers World was awesome. Avengers World was, was Infinity, fantastic. Right? Infinity was great. New Avengers was fantastic. Mm-hmm. FF he did. The first, his first Marvel book was FF, and he made that just the best super science FF story ever written, <laughs> you know. And then he did X Men now. So it just it depends on the writer. It just if you have the passion, it's, it's the passion you have for it. Yeah. I think a lot of it comes down to editorial telling you what to do. Yeah, they just throw random writers on random books and go write this. That or for the fact, honestly, where they have a good idea, like for the Superior Spider Man stuff, but they know it's not going to really last. Yeah. But then don't waste my time for a book. Yeah, just put it in a backup story. Or Not a backup, but like put it in like an. Have them just, just disappear for a while. When they come back, do a, a, a tie-in if it's a, like, or make it like an event called lead up or an event called the Return of Doctor Octopus in the Amazing Spider-Man book, and then that would have been like a mini series or like a um, a one shot, mm-hmm. and then call Return of Doctor Octopus to lead into like a Spider-Man event, for example. Yeah. I didn't need twelve issues of. Of Tolliver meeting these people and then dying, like, he, like getting a getting a supporting cast, yeah, putting filling his role in San Francisco and then going just kidding, and then like he leaves and like it's nothing, and, like it's not yeah, like everything. It's like the nothing. West Coast Avengers book, the one that just came out. No offense to Kelly Thompson, yeah, but that team is not gonna last. Uh, yeah. Kid Omega's already off the team. Well, that Gwenpool's was... doing her own thing. Yeah, like it's just, and we know 
the Hawkeyes is getting another book, Hawkeye Freefall. It's going to be uh, Clint and Kate fighting Ronan. Well, it's Clint fighting Ronan right now, but we know Kate's going to Yeah. But, like, it's just so weird to see, like, these characters get shipped off after they just made a team book. That's what I... And I, the whole I, thing was they were letting people film them so they can get enough money to build a base. Yeah. And then all of them abandon it because they have other stuff to do. That's why I don't like editorial. Well, that's Welcome to the World of Comics. Yeah. You finally are understanding, like, it's not <laughs> what everyone thinks it is. It's not. It's like, I have bullshit. an idea. It's not bullshit. It actually makes... What makes it what makes editorial good is that they oversight your books so that you can't you can't you write can't something make co- weird shit. Yeah, you can't write something nonsense and then go, well, it just is and like and I it, can't make Howard the Duck kill Captain America. Right, like, like it just that, doesn't that, work. As much as it would be great for me to write that because it'd be funny, and like it wouldn't It just doesn't work. Yeah, it's not it doesn't, it doesn't like, work. And yeah. that's what editorial's there. Editorial's there's a reason why editorial exists. The problem I have is that when you have good ideas like a superior Spider Man book or a West Coast Avengers book you know, and then be honest with yourselves and be honest with retailers and be honest with your friends. This fans, they, they, this is going to be a miniseries. You know what? I will bet you you have, you have more sales if people knew there's only 12 issue series or 6 issue series. Because guess what? I know I'm in this for six. Not going, hey, I tried it. I really didn't like it. And I'm, I'm going for an ongoing. I'm going for an ongoing. Yeah. I'm not going to pick up the rest. But if I'm like, you know what? It's a six issue meeting. You know what? I'll try the next issue. Oh, it got better. It got better. At three, it doesn't matter. You're yeah. halfway done. You're going to complete the three. Yeah, that's why I stopped reading Once in Future. I picked up the first issue. I was like, this is great. Yeah. And then literally the next day, they're like, it's announced as an ongoing. And I'm like, I'm not committing to an ongoing. I was going to commit to six, but fuck that, I guess. But, uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's that's what Ezra does. I, that's what Ezra does. So we'll go from that. More news <laughs> <laughs> off that editorial tangent. Yeah, I know. Colin Farrell is in talks to play the Penguin. In Matt Reeves' Batman, along with Andy Serkis for Alfred, we did get confirmation of last week's casting mm-hmm. for. Oh God, what's his Christian name? Christian Gordon. Yeah, but what's his the actor's name? Oh man, Bernard from uh, Westworld. Bernard from Westworld. That's his name. <laughs> yep, that's his name now. <laughs> it's Jeffrey something. He um. Jeffrey Star. No, it's just... No, why did I think that? Oh, my wife. It's just in my brain. <laughs> it's your wife in Philly D. It is. Philly D was talking about him. I know. Uh, you know, it's definitely something. He is going to be Commissioner Gordon. We yes. know Pattinson is... Uh, <laughs> we know Pattinson is Batman. Like married life sucks And then sucks. Catwoman is uh, Zoe Kravitz. No, that's confirmed, though. It's not confirmed? No, that's I confirmed. I thought that was. Either way. Uh, so, Colin Farrell, cool. I'm down to see... Him as the penguin. I think the penguin's a good. Oh, villain. absolutely! I think. I hope they don't put him in a fat suit. Do you want to read what your friend said? Yes, That's actually, like a good. I think yeah. So my friend Adam, I posted on our Facebook page. You gotta post all that news at yeah. Androids Comics on Facebook. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> and uh, my friend Adam actually made a good comment. I'm going to do a direct quote from him. Unusual was I'm sensing that they're trying to trying to distinguish themselves from another uh, from another bat uh, from other Batman films. They want a penguin that won't be creep, won't be Danny DeVito being creepy and animalistic. I see Colin as a billionaire that is corrupt and competes with Wayne Industries, or he is a former billionaire that lost his wealth so he turns to crime. He feels screwed over by Bruce Wayne, Bruce Wayne, and wants revenge. That's actually not a bad yeah, concept. And it's, oh, I mentioned it's kind of like the Telltale version of Cobblepot, where they're childhood friends but they're rival companies, and then Cobblepot turns to the dark side. While Batman, oh Bruce becomes Batman. Right. I think that would be cool because we've seen Penguin not a small fat man. We've seen right. that in the game and we've seen that in Gotham. 
So I'd like to see him. Obviously, Colin Farrell is not like a large, small man like Danny DeVito. Yeah. But like, I would love to see Colin Farrell be like a badass gangster. Like when Jonah Hill was first eyed up for the movie. Period. He wasn't cast as anybody, and I w- everyone was like, "Oh, the Penguin," because Jonah Hill gained a little bit of uh, weight for a role that he's doing. And I was like, no, maybe Carmine Falcone could be cool because I want this Batman not to just fight all his rogues. Right. Like the colorful villains, I want him to fight mobsters. Make it more real. Make it more grounded. Make it more you don't like want him to won, fight yeah. Bane who juices up on fucking Venom and punches like buildings. Right. I want to see a mobster story with Batman trying to take down the mob, similar to like Kevin Smith's uh, Batman like year one story. Yeah. I mean, you... The one thing that I do agree with a lot of this new casting, and I'm not crazy. What I don't want Sexy Penguin. Let's not be Kevin fair. Kevin Smith Year One. Oh God, it was uh, Kevin Smith did Widening Greer, and he had a story in his book where he explained what Batman's Year One was like. There was a Batman Year One story not written by Kevin Smith right. where they talked uh, about the mob stuff. My bad. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, like I'm like to say like Batman Year One is one of the most monumental stories of all time. Yeah, that's not, I was like, it's not Kevin that's why I didn't cut you off. I'm like, he's just going on. Kevin, I don't want to let him bury Kevin his Smith own. had a story in the Widening Greer where he talked about Batman's first encounter and he peed his pants a little bit. Yeah, and that's Kevin Smith's biggest regret in comic books, which I think is funny. <laughs> oh, the blindest chasm. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> he was like, I peed a little bit. I was like, Batman wouldn't piss himself. He fought ninjas and like. Frank shit. Miller wrote Year One, by the way. Frank Miller. He would have. Oh, it's right there. Yeah. That's what I was like. Cool. Why? You know, but like he fought mobs just. Like Carmine Falcone. Yeah, stuff. that's the whole point. And I don't. I don't want to see another Joker story. Oh my god, I'm so I'd done like to, with this. I'd like to see Joker get mentioned, or the no! Red Hood, or like to see the Never. Red Hood gang at the end. Yes, Red Hood gang. Yes, but like Joker, I don't. Wanna, if I see a I don't Joker see card, Quinn, I don't want to see Two Face, Joker smile, see, yeah. or him in a stupid thing, I won't punch him in the face. Yeah, I'm, you, he's you over. Punch Matt Reeves in the face. Yeah, it's over saturation. I think, and I'm not even going to do my Joker tangent because you know I will. Because <laughs> you know I will. Yeah. Um, but my thing is. I don't... It's not like I don't want... I just, no, actually, I hate when they they have, like, sexy guys as, like, supposed to be ugly <laughs> villains. Phoenix isn't sexy. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about... <laughs> talking he's about not Joker. ugly. I'm not talking about like, the Joker movie. I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm talking about Colin Farrell being... Oh, yeah, Colin Farrell's a good-looking guy. I'm like... I could, I know my my head is going to be a scene with him, like, coming out of the water when he's taking his shirt off. I'm like... Yeah. That's not the Penguin. <laughs> the penguin penguin doesn't have, like, 12-pack abs, like... Like, we saw uh, the thin the thin one in, uh... What's his name? Robin Taylor Lord, I think? Or Lo- Robin Lord Taylor? Yeah, oh, Robin Lord Taylor, yeah, from yeah. Gotham. Yeah, he, Who is he's thin? not hot. No, but he, he wasn't... I mean, okay, he's, he's a little good-looking. He's a good-looking man. Show, the show's no, ugly. He's a good-looking man. Yeah. But he wasn't, like, jacked and no. ripped. Like, like he's lanky, and he was he was yeah, awkward, it and but it worked version. for him. Yeah. Like, you know, the Riddler. The Riddler right. guy's not hot. No, he's a good-looking man. Yeah, not in the mo- not on the show, though. In the yes. show, they made him look different. In yes. the show, he's not a good-looking guy. <laughs> yes. But, like, in the show, they made him, like, kind of... They made all the villains kind of grisly and gross-looking, except for Flamingo. Flamingo looked dope. Well, I mean, like, they gri- they're not like, all, like, it wasn't like they were bad looking. It's no, like, no, no, no. I'm they just saying, like, real. They look like real. Yeah, they, look they look real. real. Like, they look yeah. like real people. As opposed to a small man with a top hat going, wah! Yeah, like, <laughs> I understand. Oh, it's funny, because you, did you watch the finale of Gotham or no? Not yet. So, I I'm, I'm going to spoil it for you. No! It's, I'm going to watch it soon! Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, so, they show the penguin in it, because it's a time skip. It's like, it's like I think, yeah, 10 yeah. years or whatever. Yeah, they jump ahead. Yeah, and he's, like, he's, like, he's like fatter and everything. He's like shorter. No, he's not short. He's like he's chunkier Daniel and stuff. Ridley. Yeah, and Ridley's like, "Prison made you uh, soft, right?" Yep. <laughs> made him squishy. Yep. So, <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, because in my mind, it's just gonna be an obligatory scene of Colin Farrell coming out of the water, like in a penguin outfit or something. Like, 
Wow! <laughs> he's like tearing off his shirt. He's got, all like, sexy. The, he's got like the suit from uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> yeah. He rips it off. And he's fucking ripped. Yeah. Like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's a pregnancy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, nah, and then Andy Serkis is Alfred. That just works. That's weird. It's weird casting because Andy Serkis <laughs> is made for motion capture. In my mind, I immediately think Clark. In my mind, I immediately think Caesar from Planet of the Apes, and then, and then I said he should be Detective Chimp instead. But then he shouldn't. Matt Reeves shouldn't launch Detective Chimp already because then we're gonna get Justice League no, Dark in a world without Justice League. You don't, you don't need that. Like you're 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 spir- like you spiraled too quickly. Oh, I love Detective Chimp. I know, but you don't have to, to introduce him in the Batman film. He just to be Detective know, Chimp like, in general yeah, know, in another but film Andy down the line. Would be cool to see yeah, him, down he the, the line. Yeah, the he can do it down the line. He's definitely gonna motion capture Carnage. Because Woody Harrelson's not. Yeah. Andy Serkis is directing. I know. We talked about it before. I know. I'm just... Uh, Ronald McDonald's in here. That's all I thought about. <laughs> but again, all, in my mind, all I thought was Claw. Alfred's going to be Claw. And it's going to be this weird South African. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like hey! <laughs> Mr. I'm not, I got your tea! <laughs> <laughs> and Ultron cuts his hand off. <laughs> <laughs> you fight sexy penguin! <laughs> Yeah. So Colin Farrell, good actor, weird choice, Andy like, Circus. In my mind, cause I'm in my, I'm thinking of all of the worst scenes from Penguin. Like he's like the iceberg lounge getting oiled up by two sexy women and then sliding down a slide. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like, fish in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I think. <laughs> I'm thinking like the worst concepts of this movie. And I, I like I like I said I don't. It's not like I'm not against sexy men playing roles. No. I just think because Luke Yeah. Well, he's well, he's playing Batman. Still. But, like, you can see Batman wear a shirt off. I'm like, Penguin, short, round, fat man, now is now <laughs> Colin Farrell. Yeah. Ripped to shit. <laughs> like, I don't think I get it. Oh, just so you know, I want to add this real quick. They, uh, Haley Steinfeld came out about the whole Kate Bishop thing. She's not Kate Bishop. <sighs> Lame. Yeah, I want to let you know here on sad air face. so you can feel like I can watch her sadness break. Sad face, I love her. She's great. Is she? She's a great actress. Is I love she? Bumblebee. I know. I, she was great. In Bumblebee. I actually watched Bumblebee on the flight to she was great Disney. In Bumblebee, right? Actually, the, yeah, she was that, good. That movie made me love her. I was actually, like, oh, uh, I watched I've seen it her in other flying. stuff, and I saw her in like Edge of Seventeen, and that was great. But like seeing her in Bumblebee, I was like, she can do action movies. Yeah, hook her up yeah. with an MCU role. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't disagree with that. I was just. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe they'll throw money at her and she'll change her mind. You know what? I think a lot of it is, especially this day and age, and we've talked about this on the show, I think a lot of people like, like if there's an act, like a famous... They act, even look like a character. Yeah. And it's they'll like, like, do that. Yeah, do that role. And it's like, <laughs> oh, they're in talks and there's no talks at all happening. Yeah. Should be. People just want to, people want to see their favorite people put their, you know, favorite characters. Yeah. And it makes sense. But I think a lot of it comes to unsubstantiated rumor stuff. Yeah. It's just like, I think rumors kind of ruin or hurt some of the industry. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just like, it, it it's becomes a spiral of misery. Speaking of rumors that hurt the industry. I was segueing myself. Me, yeah. Oh, you were doing I was going to segue myself, but uh, okay. So, Bleeding Cool's weird speculation rumor about DC Comics 5G. Gee, okay. Hit me with all the facts because I just learned about it. 20 minutes ago. And I told you all the facts. <laughs> and he told me that it was dumb. <laughs> the only thing I like is Jonathan as Superman. So, uh, while, for the last couple of months, uh, Bleeding Cool, if you've been following their website, has been putting up unsubstantiated rumors about what DC's launching as 5G. First they called it, it was a 5G event. First they said it was tied into the Batman. First, the first time I really saw, I saw it myself was when they talked about Batman Catwoman. 
and now it's going to be the first book in 5G. And then in from the, 5G, what does that mean? So 5G, well, we know what 5G is. If you have a cell phone, we currently yeah, live in 4G. Yeah, but how does the book go into 5G? It doesn't. It's just them. Do they, like, throw it at your face from, like, a helicopter? They're so, like, um, <laughs> for those of you who don't know, Warner Brothers, who owns DC Comics, their parent company is AT&T. Mm-hmm. AT&T, every phone company has been trying to gear up for a 5G launch for a while. Uh, it's just the next step of this. We were, I was around when 3G became, when 4G yeah, came out. What, what it's, Bleeding Cool makes it seem like is it's the new, it's, it's the time, next new 52 or the yeah. next Rebirth where they launch every character right. again. So they've been saying. That's so dumb to connect but, it to a phone thing. So, so what they've been saying, so this is what the timeline's been from my end at least. Yeah. Uh, I first saw it when they started talking about Batman Catwoman because they're like, oh, Batman Catwoman's going to end and Batman's going to retire from being Batman and someone's going to take over as Batman. I'm like, okay. Fine. That, that works. That works. But the character they picked... Then, was, that's when the rumor came out about Luke Fox being Yeah, uh, I remember Batman. the Batman retiring rumor. I remember that for yeah. a while. And then it was... Then shortly after that, the 5G thing kept saying, well... Uh, it picked up more steam uh, at, I want to say, NYCC or San Diego? I can't remember. Uh, when the timeline got leaked. Yes, and they were yeah. calling it uh, year one... Uh, 1G, 2G year, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like, oh, see, our our thing about 5G is correct. Because technically, we're living in 5G, the next generation after. The current stuff was 5G. Yeah. So, that sparked the rumors even further. And then, the shit barrage started. <laughs> and I'm going to say this, and I'm a follower of Bleeding Cool. I, I do like their stuff. I do like some of the articles they put up. But lately... It's been mindless, nonsensical dribble about this 5G thing. Well, it's because someone has to... They're trying to stay on top of the news because if anything they say is right, they can claim they got it. Right. But the problem is... Like what we do. <laughs> yeah, but even when we talk about all ideas, and we even say all ideas are just between me and you, and we're just like spitballing you know, whatever... We just, we just share them on the podcast to get them out. Yeah, and we just talk like about like... Like, stuff, like right? sinister thing. It's just a theory I have. Yeah. But I'm basing it on... And I... I give you the facts that I see in the book. Yeah. The problem with this 5G thing is they're I'm not giving facts. Rumors and good sources. Yeah, cool. sources they won't say or anything, but no other site. If, News and ROM, if you're the only site covering the story, that's the problem. So, like, so it's the same reason why I get on cases where people that use that uh, use the website, we got this covered uh, or discovered and Cosmic Book News as sources. Mm-hmm. They are the when you're the only site reporting that, that's a problem. You know, you're a comic book website. You're not the Wall Street Journal. You know, fighting competing with the L.A. Times. <laughs> yeah. You know, where like the story might be only for them because yeah. they have a source. They have an exclusive. Yeah, they have the the exclusive report. Right, know? and honestly, like Bleeding Cool has enough fame that if. You know, a writer like Scott class. Snyder came out and was yeah. like, hey, we're working on something, and here's like a little peek of it. They would do it. Yeah. Or Newsrama would, or, <coughs> or CBR. Yeah. You know, so I don't get why, like, they're pushing this 5G thing. So some of the rumors they've been talking about the 5G here's thing is Here's my question before you get into yeah, it. Yeah, go ahead. How did us, I, I understand it's owned by uh, AT&T, like owned by Warner, uh, Warner Brothers, owned by AT&T. Or partner companies or whatever. How DC's wrapped up in this? But like, I don't get how 
I don't know how DC is because Warner Brothers. I don't get how DC Comics continuity is wrapped up in a fucking phone launch. That's my point. It what, makes no what, sense. It doesn't make any sense. And now, as of today, they're claiming that the new 5G launch is going to be called Black Label. Yeah, Black Label is the bridge to 5G. Which makes no sense. And they're like, Batman is Luke Fox. Superman wait, is wait, John Kent. Before we right? get to that. Oh, okay, I thought you were going to talk about that. No, right? I'm going to. But the, back <laughs> okay. to the Black Label thing. They're saying, oh, well, Black Label is the bridge between this generation and the next. It makes no sense because all their books they are out of launched, canon. And they also just launched it. They canceled yeah. Vertigo to make everything Black Label now. Yeah. Why would they cancel that to make it 5G? It makes no sense. And not for not, not even using the 5G name. They're, they're saying that 5G is named Black Label now. It makes no sense. So the problem with the full 5G thing is that it's all spitballing bullshit. Yeah. You can't go, Black Label's going to be the bridge to 5G. They're all out of canon stories. Mm-hmm. Joker, Killer, Smile, you Luther, have Luther, Brigitte, uh, Brigitte Moe's, uh, Damned jo- and Joker. Joker. They're, they're canon. Those three books are canon to each other because they happen yeah. in the same universe. But mm-hmm. then what about Kill Smile and Criminal Sanity and, and Superman Year One and Harleen? Just talk about all the Joker books. You know, and, and <laughs> Curse of the White Knight and, you know, I'm, I'm forgetting another book that's out. The Last God. Oh, Last God that just came out. Like, they're not, they're none of them are canon to each other. They all happen in their own time. They all happen in their own yeah. worlds. Leave and, uh, it that way. Dreaming 12 and Hellblazer have the black label on them. Yeah. The Vertigo. Yeah, so... And the Young Animal stuff. Uh, well, no. Young Animal is on imprint. Yeah, it's on, sorry, it's on imprint. Yeah, same with Wonder Comics. Yeah. I, I see this as their own entity. But, uh, yeah, so like Hellblazer and all that got their... They're not canon to anything. They're just... They're stories that people want to tell. Far Sector. The, so, Far Sector's Young Animal. Yeah. But uh, I'm going to get into that. And then Wonder Comics ties into that, too, with Teen Lantern. Yeah. But, uh, so the whole thing is... They're spitballing that they're going to do a legacy type of thing in... Justice League. Not in New Justice League. It, it, it would be... No, no. Your main titles will all be canceled. Oh, don't pull another rebirth. And they will all be replaced with these characters. So the characters they would say are Superman... The new Superman book would be John Kent. Makes sense. Not in the current continuity. Like, not how they just said about right. Legion. But that pick makes sense. Oh, yeah. Um, You would have Luke Fox as Batman. Doesn't make sense. Team, Team Lantern or uh, uh, Son- uh, Soldier. Uh, as Green Lantern. Doesn't make sense. You would have... Oh, I forgot who as they the say. the main Green Lantern. As your Green Lantern. Yeah, Luke Fox is Batman. Oh, you said that. Um, uh, I forgot the... I, a child of Boomer, Captain Boomerang oh, as the Flash. Uh, and yes, we know there's a character like that, but as the main Flash? Yeah, he would be Flash. He wouldn't... Yeah, yeah he would just Wonder be... Wonder Girl as Wonder Woman. Again, yeah. like John Kent, kind of makes sense, sense. but not, how, n- not with Not now, because she's a teenager. She's like 16. Yeah. Um, you would have... I forgot who they said the rumor was for Aquaman. They said it was just going to be Aquaman, but hit from, from uh, Earth-1. But that makes no re- sense. Uh, they said they it makes no sense. that or repurpose it into that. Yeah, it like, makes no sense to what's going on. You know, you might as well say... Aqu- Sue's current Aquaman run is you might as well You might as well say Aqua Baby is going to be the new Aquaman. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know... Aqualad. But... The uh, Tempest. Yeah. It, it, well, that wouldn't be bad if, if Tempest was, but like... Excuse me. You know we. You know you go cancel all your books and go. We're replacing them with characters and no one. Yeah, remember when Mar- when remember when Marvel did that and no one bought their books. Yeah, guys. Like, <laughs> it's the same thing with the diversity thing. Diversity is good, but don't cancel not, every book for diversity. It's not. It's, it's not even just that. It's 
you're not doing it for the right reasons if that there is a reason. If you're doing this you're because you're tying you, it into your phone company? Okay. <laughs> like I said, like the biggest thing about this 5G rumor is that none of it makes sense. You yeah, know, I just Sonya read it today and Far you were like, Sector, no. <laughs> Sonya from Far Sector as your main Green Lantern, while Grant Morrison just came out and said, I have another two years on this book. Yeah. What we will take John Kent out of Legion of Superheroes? The book just put him in there. The, the book just launches Wednesday or today, technically. If you're listening to it on the day of our release, launches today, mm-hmm. and you go back. And in less than a year, he's going to be Superman. <laughs> we're doing. You're going to time skip him again. We're, yeah, and you make put him, him in older. the black hole. <laughs> you know, we have with Superman Truth coming out this year. These stories have like you're not going to do that. Yeah, None of this is so true. Weird. It's the it's. When you're the only site covering that news, you know it's not real. I mean, to, to their point, like to their side, credit. to their credit, they are the only ones talking about it. And every article they have says, mindless speculation. These are our thoughts. They're claiming it. They're saying, it's not real. We have sources. We hear rumors. So yeah, at least they're not like... This is 100% like some of the people on the yeah, internet are now. I know. Where they're like, this is it forever, well, trust is, me. See, the problem I have... they're saying... But like, the problem I true. have with that, though, is that there is no facts behind it. Yeah. And they're not divulging they, they their, sources. their sources. Right, so there is no backing to it. That'd be like me and you being on here going, you know what? I heard Spider-Man's gonna be a woman soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's just, that's what is happening. They're just gonna turn Peter Parker into Penny Parker. She's yeah, turn she's, into a girl. she's uh, it's a new. We have our source from Marvel saying that they're gonna redo. We're gonna redo one more day, and Mary Jane's dying, and so Aunt May becomes Spider Woman. They're gonna so <laughs> to cover uh, to hit a female audience. They want to make Spider Man a woman, so they'll have Peter turn into a woman with a deal from Mephisto to keep Mary Jane alive. <laughs> yeah. That is what's happening. We have a source at Marvel telling us that right now. Yeah, they're feeding it into my ears. Right here. Right, right I have a text message from... I can't say his name, but it starts with an a, His first name is N and his last name is an S. <laughs> you know how fucking stupid that was? That's literally what's happening right now with Bleeding Cool. <laughs> <laughs> he makes it do with the festival to turn into a woman to keep Mary Jane alive. <laughs> but, Marvel, if you want that idea... 20 bucks. <laughs> it's old ass. Just 20 bucks. And a byline. <laughs> but that's my thing. Like, it's not... It, it's... The problem is that you're, there's supposed to be a news organization. There's supposed to be a comic news organization. And yeah. you can't spend your time doing things like that, making up stories for clickbait. speculation, yeah, for clickbait. For clickbait, and that's the problem. They're going to relaunch Batman and turn him into Luke Fox. Yeah, they're going to make what? Batman black man. Okay, what? that's fine. If Luke Fox is going to be Batman, fine. But give me a reason why he's Batman. Yeah. Give me a reason why Dick... Damien, Tim, or Jason won't be there. Or even Cassie, because she's, like, in line for Yeah, that. Cassie. Kate. Do you think fucking Kate's going to let Luke be Batman? No. <laughs> Kate would let him be Batwoman. Yeah, like, she, <laughs> exactly. She'll take up the ma- ba- mantle of Batman before anything. Yeah. You know, like, come on, guys. Superman like, would take up the mantle before that. Yeah. <laughs> Wonder Woman Terry would be... Terry McGinnis would come back from the future. To the- Wonder <laughs> Woman would be Batman before Luke Fox is Batman. <laughs> Like, come on, guys. Like, think. Be realistic. Lose your... Like, you, and that's if, what, they, if they figure out a good way to do it, sure. We, yes. We could just be hate, hating for no reason. Like, how they figured out how to make Captain America... Uh, Falcon Captain America. Who who, who would have thought that? But I could have. Because they've been partners for so long, you have that. Yeah. That's like having a Dick Grayson become Batman. That's like having, you know, Bucky become... Uh, but that made sense for Bucky. But, but overall, when they've been partners <laughs> for so long, it doesn't matter. Yeah. 
you know, Iron Man and Tariri. That was so weird. Right. See, that he didn't make a sense. And he's like, little girl I just met who made an Iron Man. Suit. He didn't even do that. Iron Man. He didn't even do that. It was just like, an, a, it was a bad. That's my point. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Rhodey being Iron Man makes sense. Yeah. You know, that's what I mean. It has to be the legacy you're taking over, the mantle you're taking over, it has to mean something. Green Lantern's far sector takes place in a different time period, at a different point in history, in a different part of the freaking universe, where she's her own thing. Teen Lantern, her lantern's not even a lantern, if you read Young Justice. She found, like, a a dying lantern and, like, it wasn't even a, it with an energy. It wasn't or something. Yeah, he was just carrying a, a weapon. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh, I'm, oh, I'm my Green Lantern now." And he's like, "No," and he's like, "Oh he's no," like, and then no, he died. It's <laughs> it's like really it's not, it's not Green Lantern. Like, yeah. and you can't have this little girl be your lead. What about what happened, John Stewart, Kyle Rayner? You could just tell me they don't exist. Guy Gardner. Guy Gardner. I would take a kilowog lead Green Lantern book. Simon Baz, Jessica <laughs> Cruz, <laughs> fucking where are they? Alan Scott, like you have all these people. They're just trying to do Justice Society after the uh, yeah. Game War stuff. And they're like, now nah, let's make it the 17, let's make it the what, 13, 14 that year old 14 year girl? That 14 year girl, the 13 year or girl. Or the chick from Young Animal, which isn't technically in canon. Yeah. Because none of the Young Animal stuff is in canon. Right, like, for, uh, could be a thing. Doom Patrol, but Doom not Patrol. really. Yeah. Doom Patrol's only somewhat in canon. It's side cannon. You know, that's none that's why this 5G thing is not real. I wouldn't say it's not real. I just say I would say it's not what they're th- saying it is. The no. 5G thing is definitely something they're yeah, doing. It's an AT&T phone yeah. plan. Yeah. But it's definitely not what everybody th- what, what they think it is. It's not. Anyway. So now was, off baseless rumors. That was my rant. What's the topic of the day? <laughs> Today a trailer released, right? Or was it the yes, other day? Yes, that's what... For Marvel 2099 through today. Nick Spencer and... Patrick Gleason! No, Jeff Loeb. Oh, the writers of... Yeah, oh, yeah. Nick Spencer's writing... Oh, I thought you were talking about Not Spider-Man itself. Um, Nick Lowe? No, it's Nick Spencer... No, Nick Spencer's only doing it. No, no, who, who's in the trailer? Oh, it's uh, Nick Lowe, who's the editor of yeah. the Spider-Man books. Yeah. He's, so Nick Lowe and Nick Spencer... Uh, talking about their Spider-Man book, because 2099, quote-unquote, just launched with yes. issue 33... Of Amazing Spider-Man, which we're not talking about today, regrettably, because we have other stuff to talk about, but... Because I have a big X report this week. But we're still going to talk about the 2099 event and the history of 2099. So, I'm going to give you a quick rundown of the history of 2099 and when it started and kind and of we'll talk about on. the new books and what to pick up and what we think is going to happen yep. with the characters and what we want. Yes. So, 2099 came out in 1992. Uh, just like any sort of kind of Marvel event, it was just set as an alternate future. So it was um, entitled originally Marvel World of Tomorrow, which was developed by Stan Lee and John Byrne. Uh, the line was then changed to the Battle of 2093, which was at the time, it was 1993, it was supposed to be 100 years in the future. Yeah. But then they changed to 2099 because you push it back a little bit and play with more time a little bit. Yeah. The original titles were Doom 2099, Punisher 2099, Spider-Man 2099, and uh, Ravage, Ravage 2099. That was supposed to be your, your, your main title was Ravage 2099. Yeah. Because he was the new hero. Everything else were... It's your future man stuff. Right. Everything else were future versions of Doom, Punisher, and Spider-Man. Story line, line include, then jumped up into uh, Spy, uh, 2099 Unlimited, FF 2099, Ghost Rider 2099. <laughs> Spider-Man Unlimited. <laughs> uh, uh, no, 2099 Unlimited. Yeah, Hulk, Unli- uh, Hulk 2099, X-Men 2099. Hulk 29 is fucked. Yeah, and X-Men 2099 and X-Nation 2099. It's always... It's always been considered uh, a future of, of, of uh, uh, 616. That's the main timeline. But normally, when you uh, in the timeline stuff, it's been there's, there's been two versions of it. Of uh, 2099 that's happened. Yeah. 
One is where, like, Doom, where the actual end of the series where the end of the series, and that's how they world ended, and then some that we saw later on, like, the Miguel Now, yeah. that we've been seeing, where they reveal that it's actually the actual future of the main Marvel Universe. Uh, so the original version was Earth uh, 928, and then now it's Earth 616, circa 2099. So, for most of it, uh, with the four initial launches, Peter David ended up writing Spider-Man 2099, which was... For the, the next 80 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Peter David wrote Spider-Man 2099, which was the most popular of the books that came out. That makes sense. Uh, but at the time, it was meant to satirize the rise of corporations and the uh, Spider-Man fighting against Alchemex, uh, which employed his original identity. Stan Lee wrote the first eight issues of Ravage as a uh, commentary on uh, corruption, political corruption and corporate pollution and the environment. That makes sense. Then after he left, uh, the writers failed to continue that idea, and the book kind of went Cheated off. To off. Know, well, yeah. yeah. And then in 1993, Wizard reported that the 29th line got fairly well with fans, which is true. Uh, fans chose to further titles uh, with Marvel, and Marvel then created X Men 29 and Hulk 2099 and 2099 Unlimited. I'm gonna have I hate this. 2099. <laughs> 2099. <laughs> uh, Unlimited was like an anthology. Just say Yeah, no. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, uh, 20, uh, Unlimited was just a kind of anthology series. Mm-hmm. Well, the plus I had interesting things like Hulk and stuff like Similar that. Similar to the regular Spider-Man Unlimited book where it was like retellings. Right. Yeah, this was just anthology stuff. So that's how they introduced stuff. Yeah, so it was, uh, there was the imprint editor at the time, Joey, Ca- Joey Cavalieri, uh, took over the, uh, the reins from Stan and John and made it where all the books were interconnected. That's why they have a very tight continuity. That's where there was a little story called Fall of the Hammer, which was the story, uh, the Thor story, when they actually introduced Thor 2099 into it. Then you did things like Ghost Rider, who, and then there's characters that had, like, massive changes, like Ghost Rider, who became, went from being, uh, a Spirit of Vengeance to being a computer program, and, uh, Hulk, which was, like, they went back to, like, the whole Thor thing, mm-hmm. about being a god. And so I'm not gonna go into, like, a lot, but yeah. <laughs> it's super massive and crazy. I mean, it was... Like, yeah, in 80 a, years of history, basically. Yeah, it was, like, it was in and out of, like... The, even within their own continuity, there was some stuff that they dropped and came back to, even within their own stuff. Yeah. And then it ended with a series called uh, 2099 World Tomorrow. And it was, like, the final story. And then it was Manifest Destiny in uh, uh, 1990, 1998, in March, uh, where Captain America was found in animation, and then uh, Spider-Man resembled the Heroes 29 to form a new Avengers. And then uh, he also became immortal. I don't know. I remember I had that issue, and I don't know how Spider-Man became immortal, but he, he was immortal because it ends. Because it ends from tw- it goes. It summarizes the years from twenty ninety nine to thirty ninety nine. <laughs> and then after that, they made on and off again appearances and little things like and uh, Miguel's had solo books. Yeah, for the last I mean, years. yeah, Miguel O'Hara. Uh, Miguel O'Hara has been in and out a bunch of times. So you have Future Perfect, uh, which they talk about uh, a version of twenty ninety nine, yeah. which Maestro's there instead. Yeah. You have Robert Kirkman did uh, 2004, he did Marvel Knights 2099, yeah. which introduced the uh, uh, foggy son being, or grandson being Daredevil, which we'll call it the Moon Knight. She lives on the moon. She also puts it out of land, which is weird. You have the Exile series, that's where Miguel was. You have Time Storm, which was another Spider-Man story. There's a lot of Spider-Man stories. Spider-Man is very tied to this event, that's why. Yep, and then Sea Wars was like, oh, and <coughs> Deadpool, 29, uh, 29 yeah, like, and then, introduced uh, in 2016. And then Old Man Laura was a nine story, technically. No, she wasn't. It took place in 2099. Did it? Yeah. That's where Gabby became uh, Wolverine. Wolverine in 2099. 
I didn't even read that one. It, I, it was I, in the Tom Taylor run. It was like six issue arc. Yeah, it was, it was the end. It. it was the very end of it. It was like her final. It was all. It was. It was, it was more. It was basically, pen- like the end. Yeah. It was, it was, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and it, was, it was like the end story, then. but it was in the year twenty ninety nine, along with the Deadpool one. Mm. And you know, it was twenty ninety nine. I, th- I thought it was. It I might know. just be at the end analog. So I don't know. either way. So that was the brief history of the publication history twenty ninety nine. So so back th- down in the November solicits, which is now, but back when they revealed them. The Marvel checklist was Amazing Spider-Man 33, which is out in stores today. Pick it up. Yep. 2099 Alpha, Amazing Spider-Man 34, Amazing Spider-Man 35, and Omega. Those That's the main story. <coughs> and yep. then you have all the tie-ins, which are Fantastic Four, Punisher, Conan, because Marvel acquired Conan back in like 2015. Yep. Spider-Man 2099, not just a one-shot. Ghost Rider, where he's the Terminator. Doom and Venom. No Hulk, no Ravage, no X-Men. Right now. Yeah, and so there might be some. They, they might be in the books, but there's no book for them. For them, yeah. So they just announced. So and they have what, all the variant covers out now. Yeah. So they just showed the main cover. They showed the new covers today in the trailer. Should be for twenty ninety nine, and you saw the FF cover. So in the original twenty ninety nine, I'll re- roll down. So that checklist has Conan twenty ninety nine, yeah. which is a brand new concept they've never covered before. Yeah, because Conan just got here. Right. And that, it's going to be, I think it's regular Conan, yeah, he's but just, he's in the future. Yeah, but he's in the future, yeah. He's just like in. Savage Avengers where he's like in the Marvel Universe because yeah. he's no road home. Just yeah. Like, okay. He's in the main Marvel <laughs> Universe. He stays here and gets sucked into 2099. Mm-hmm. And he just, he's, no, he's alive until then because of magic stuff. Yeah, because of his gods or whatever. Yeah. What's the other series? Punisher. So with Punisher, they're the new cover. It looks like it's him. There's two different covers. Yeah. <laughs> One cover has the original Punisher 2099, Jack Garris. And then the new one has this Terminator one with like <laughs> that black suit. I thought that was uh No, Jack Harris is uh Jack Alice, sorry. It's Punisher twenty ninety nine. That's his Yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that's not the one that's gonna be the new one is gonna be a new one. Oh, okay. Oh, they were trying to keep it secret? Yes. I didn't read the, I didn't see the new ones yet. Yes. Okay. That that cover you've seen though, though the yeah, the very yeah. cover with the like Iron Man looking armor. Yeah. The other one's Ghost Rider. Which, Which they, is the Terminator. Well, they even said that now because of the new continuity that Johnny being king of hell, how does it all work? And apparently Johnny is going to meet Zero in this book. Dude. And they showed the page with Johnny meets Zero. I just want Zero. a book called Ghost Riders. And it's like, it's Robbie, Danny, Cosmic, Johnny, and then fucking the Terminator. <laughs> like, let's go. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so they're going to, like, with that, they're going to have uh, Zero meet Johnny. Cool. For example. That'd be dope. Next book. Doom? It's the same character. He's yeah, literally the same. Yeah, Doom who goes in the future like how he does in the other one. Yeah, in the other one. And then Venom. Venom's gonna be new. Because Venom, Venom, Venom from... Venom, Venom. <laughs> Venom from uh, the original 2099 version is Crone Stone, Miguel's yeah. half-brother. Mm-hmm. And now this one looks like it's gonna be like a bioweapon that was created by Alchemex. So we kind of don't know. Oh, and FF is the other book. Yeah, I thought we said FF. So FF in the original version was just, just like Doom... It was the original FF transplanted to the future, but it's not their clones of the original FF. Oh, kind of like Justice League 3000. Right. But now, <laughs> we saw the cover of... Uh, the very cover, and it looks like there's a brand new Fantastic Four. Ooh. And it's not the clone one. So I Ooh. think the connecting covers are the original versions that we know. Yeah. That we knew from the original 2099. And this one is the new version based on what's happening in the book. Yeah, based off current continuity. What's ha- yeah, what's happening in current continuity and mixed with... um. What's happening in like the storyline? Yeah, what's going to, going to happen? It looks like the future. Like, yeah. The tagline: the, story the future sees is Miguel O'Hara return to the present in the pages of Amazing Spider-Man as the future of the Marvel Universe is threatened. 
with this said to be the culmination of what Spider-Man has been leading up to, which is the Kindred stuff, I guess? Yes. Uh, the event's also based around the symmetry of 2019 as the midpoint between Marvel's 80-year history and 80 years into the future. That's true. Will the Marvel Universe be changed forever? Well, it looks and like it's sweet ass at Will, true believers. It's a Marvel event. <laughs> I don't think that's the exact quote at the end. <laughs> it is. I read the, the paragraph verbatim. <laughs> Bet your sweet ass? It says, yeah. Bet your sweet ass it will, true believers. It's a Marvel event, isn't it? <laughs> oh, wow, Marvel. Yeah, Marvel's fucking hitting yeah, it. <laughs> hitting it, man. And they show off all the uh, originals. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, a little thing for 2099. I really think... So, oh, we'll see Hulk and I guess the X Men and Ravage, yeah, and, and Thor, Alpha and, and Omega. Yeah, yeah, you'll see them, but they don't get their own right. Stories. Which I think I think they should have done. Every book should have had like a twenty ninety nine like one shot, mm-hmm. or not even like like this week for example. We got to see um the twenty ninety nine the twenty ninety nine variants came oh, out. Oh, that's the one you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Sorry. We got to see the twenty ninety nine variants. That came out this week, mm-hmm. so that's a cool way of showing off your character. That what the character would have yeah, been we, in twenty nine. Uh, the Miles one is dope. Yeah, Miles looks dope. Black Cat's in there. Fantastic Four's in there. Well, it's uh, the original Fantastic Four. Like yeah, the, yeah. we have the Spider Man one, and Doctor Doom came out this week too. Yeah, but the only one I'm really impressed with is Spider Man one, the Black Cat one. Well, the Miles Morales one just looks cool. Yeah, and the Black Cat wearing like armor just makes sense. Yeah, because not like it's not tw- Felicia. Because not Felicia. Yeah, I think the twenty twenty variants look really cool. Ugh. We're gonna talk about twenty twenty when we get. There. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll talk about twenty twenty in twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So I think the big thing is that you know we're gonna see some big changes. What's one What's one thing you don't want to see in this in this event? I don't want to see them kill off characters that don't need to be killed off just for just for like headlines. What do you mean? They've done this before where they just, like, kill off characters just because it'll, like... Like, honestly, like, what Heroes in Crisis did. Right. Where they're like, DC just killed off, like, 32 dudes. And I'm like, why? It's so stupid. Right. I don't want them to kill off a bunch of people for no reason. Yeah, but it wouldn't be for no reason, technically. It's part of the story. For example, Yeah, like, I know, but, like... Like, it, I mean, if Miguel opened gun shoots Doctor Doom 2099 in the face... <laughs> It's not for no reason. Why would you make Miguel do that? Not the Punisher. But still, I know. Because <laughs> a big post is behind, in front of me. Yeah, and that's yeah. all I saw. Um, I don't. I also don't want to see uh, characters show up then then never show up again. You'll get that, though. You know that. I know. I, we always get that. Well, the thing is, because it's the, the only way they can show all of the 2099 characters is, is by doing that without making this its own event, which they just should have made it its own event. Yeah. And made it where it was Spider-Man... And it was twenty ninety nine books, and then every book in the Marvel universe just had a twenty nine nine one shot. Realms yeah, version of it. Yeah, it's called twenty nine. You know, attack of you know, attack from twenty ninety nine, or yeah. uh, you know, invasion from the future. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, invasion from the future, pretty good. And then with a six issue miniseries, and, it, and it's and it's a Spider Man <laughs> event. Yeah, and had all the other books like do one shot tie ins and mini books, so you can deal yeah. with the twenty nine nine versions of them. Yeah, like Spider Man didn't have a War of the Realms tie in, but he had his own three issue mini. Right, do stuff like, like that. Thing. Yeah, you can do that and not be. And it wouldn't be a big deal. But it wouldn't take away from the other books you're reading anyway. Yeah, you know, like you. Could, I would love to see, especially. In, I'll get to what I would watch in a second. What would you want to see? What is something you definitely want to see? That Ghost Riders thing where all of them just hang out and have fun. I want to see the Terminator <laughs> Ghost Rider like kick some fucking ass. Yeah, I want to see Ravage. Not come back in a big way, but come back in a way where he's relevant for just a tiny bit. Give him, like, a six-issue mini leading out of Omega or something. Mm. Kind of like, oh, no, five uh, Marvel does five issues. Like yeah. how Punisher Kill Crew is a book. Yeah. Because after the Punisher book, he's like, I had made a promise. So you're looking to, like, yeah. let's see, like, I, I want to see a character from this universe, from the event, 
spin out and survive a little bit longer. Would you want them to be in the 2016 universe or Earth, or do you want them just a flash forward in the future? Just a story from that. In that, the future, in their time? Doesn't matter. Just a it does, story it from It does depend. I'd like to see Ravage interact with people from the current continuity. Yeah, so you would have him like, just stay here until the like end maybe of the he gets Maybe, like, uh, with at the end, Miguel gets sent to the future, but then Ravage gets sent back to the past or yeah. something, and then Ravage is hanging out with, like, Doctor Strange or something. Yeah. I don't know. Because he's, like, a... Ravage is, like, mystical, right? No. From what I remember, I thought he was, he's like, really a magic not. user. He's, he's a living totem, but not a living totem. It's a weird fucking future tech I'd like magic to see, like, thing. Kelly Thompson write a book on Ravage or something. Yeah, that'd be good. I would say Tinny Howard, but she's wrapped up in a lot. No, and we Tinny. just can't we just can't make our fan favorite Tinny Howard. But I think Kelly there. Thompson would be good to pen another Spider Man esque cool. story. Even if it's not tied obviously Ravage isn't, but like it'd be cool to see Ravage or even just a series of, like how us uh Infinity Warps Secret Warps came out. Right. I'd like to see a, like next year, like a five issue mini of, like, interconnected 2099 stories that were left open from the other ones. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I like that idea. I just want the, the story... Because the last time we had 2099 was, like, five years ago. Besides the besides his book. Mm, yeah. Besides Miguel's book, we didn't really get any 2099 stuff for, like, the last five years. So I'd like to see those characters be relevant for at least another year. Yeah. Like, they're all just getting one shot. Yeah, so give it some sort of payoff. That you look at payoff. Yeah, you look for payoff. I'm looking for payoff. Yeah, so, like, I think the one thing I don't want to see... Because, like, at least... I know Infinity Wars wasn't, like, the best event... But it still had payoff. Yeah, and we're seeing it now. Yeah, we're, we're getting all the the time stone, the reality stone. They're all like people and shit. And then yeah, we have, well, we've we only got we've only we we gotten two t- so uh, far. Two, yeah. two so far. I mean, the mind stone is with Adam, I think. But like, it'd be cool to see the like the relevance. Okay, it's just payoff. It's just payoff. You want payoff for the event to feel like the story matters. I don't want to buy into these books and then. Fucking nothing happens. Yeah, they get, get shut off back to the future and nothing. Like, oh, we close this door forever. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah. You know. To do every time. Yeah. The one thing I don't want to see in this um, this book, and it's a big fear of mine, is that they go the to... The X-Men relevant? <laughs> no, I'm going to... like that book. I'm, I'm, going to my, I'm going to get into the X-Men thing. Um, what I don't want to see with this book is that... And I think my big thing is that there's no payoff. I don't want to see that there's no payoff. Yeah, I want we're in these the same books. Boat with the payoff. Like it has to matter in some sort of capacity, whether it's in the Spider-Man book, whether it is across the Marvel universe in general. I think it's really close to more to the Spider-Man book because it's a Spider-Man event technically. Yeah. But I wish this was there was the one thing I don't want to see that there's lack of payoff. Where like at the end of after it's all said and done, the one shots and the the minis and everything that this close the door and go nah. You know, whatever, bye. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, go fuck off in the future. Like, okay. This sounds good. And like, oh, you can always contact me, Peter, if you ever need me. You always have friends in the future. And that's the end of the story. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, thanks, Miguel. It's not like we already didn't know that from Sp- from Spider-Geddon when you had access <laughs> to the portal. Yeah. You know. The one thing I do want to see is that how they make, uh, how they fix the X-Men 2099 guys now that we're basing it in the current continuity based on... John Hickman X-Men stuff. Kokoa shit. Yeah. yeah. And how that works now in 2099. Because the it's whole... It's gonna be weird. Because the whole point, like, mutants are, like, outlawed and exiled in uh, 2099. Yeah. Like, there's a whole thing. And now they're their own continent. Yeah, in their, their own, own country. country. Yeah. So how do, how do you fix that? You know... Let Hickman do a one-shot. <laughs> Yo, I, that's why I would love. See, but Hickman's too busy not doing that. You know, that's why I would love. I would love to John Hickman doing an X-Men 2099 and see a brand new X-Men 2099. And when it, it would be a mix of... Characters that we've seen in the 2099 stuff between mm-hmm. Nation X and, um, or you can just call it Kokoa 2099. 
Yeah, that'd be cool. And been like... Or X-2099. Well, yeah, or X-2099. And been like, here's the mix of characters that you know from the tw- X- X-Nation and X-Men 2099 books mixed mm-hmm. with some new characters that now exist because of things. Like, for Make example... Brisson write it because Brisson is... He's not on any X-Men books right yeah. now. Like, oh, he's on New Mutants. Mutants, yeah. He's, you know... But what I mean is like... Like, back then, there was some characters that didn't exist that exist now. Like, yeah. Miles, X-23, Squirrel Girl, Moon Girl. They didn't exist when that book, when and the original Glob 29. Herman. Yeah. I say Glob Herman because I heard that Ed Brisson has the same love for him that I do, and I love that. Because, like, if you actually read all of Ed Brisson's older stuff, yeah. you'll see that he, in Old Man Logan, Glob's the main character. Oh, yeah, yes. In uh, Dead Man Logan, he's in a little bit. In the New Mutants book... <laughs> Glob becomes the main character in issue three because they have the Earth team and the space team, and Armor and Glob are down there, and the Brisson loves those characters. Yeah. It's just so I'd love to see Glob in 2099 because from what we know, he can live. He's an immortal. Yeah. Because like, of his weird jelly. Yeah. But what I mean is, I would love to see characters and concepts that we didn't we didn't have yeah, back in 1993. Yeah. And see what it becomes now in 2099. Yeah, and I'm surprised Deadpool didn't get a one. Uh, didn't get got, they did a mini back in the... the re, he's the most recent of the 2099 stuff. Yeah, but it, I was just surprised when they didn't announce him as a one-shot. I was like, weird. But they're, he's going to be there doing the also, Well, also at the time... his well, book was, his daughter or whatever. Well, even at the time, his book wasn't even out yet. Like, his new book wasn't even out yet. Yeah. So, I think that's the one thing else I would I would have loved... I would like to see is that... Besides payoff. <laughs> besides, besides payoff and what they do you with the X-Men... The new X I want Not even just X-Men. I want to see what they do with the new characters that exist. Mm-hmm. Now, like, what's cool, I've seen the, the variant covers of the, of the 2099 stuff, is like, characters that they didn't use or didn't have in 2099, it's there. It sucks that the X-Men books don't have 2099 variants. I know, and they should have. And Well, it's because they have these other variants that they have. They have the yeah. connected, and it's also because it's also all the, the issue one, yeah. all the issue ones are coming yeah, in. They have the young guns, they have the weird infographic ones. Two, I think issue two has 2099 on. Yeah, issue two of X-Men has a 2099 cover, but it's the X-Men 2099, it's the X-Men 2099 team. Oh, okay. I saw, it was one of the variants, I'm like, I don't care like <laughs> give me what I want and I want you to explore the characters that you didn't have like I would love to see a Miles a, yeah. a, a, a Gwen uh Spider Gwen oh yeah a Ghost Spider 2099 well we, we get to see her suit because her variant yeah the variant but what I mean is I would love to th- them to do uh what's that called Spider-Men uh Spider-People 2099 Just spiders oh yeah Spiders 2099 Spider-Verse 2099 yeah and it been like <laughs> It would have been Miles. It would have been Spider Ham. Miles. Would, well, it would have been Ghost Spider twenty ninety nine. Yeah. It would have been um, Miles. I, Miles twenty ninety nine. I don't know what to call him besides Spider. He's not Spider Man twenty ninety nine. Miguel is. So whatever that kid would have been, you know. I think uh, Miles shouldn't be Spider Man anymore. He's just you know a Spider. One. Yeah, we've talked about. If you read before. the Marvel Action book, which I read issue ten because it's he's interacted. That's what he goes by? Yes, yeah, name's stupid. Oh, he didn't pick a name yet in issue 10. He's going to pick a he's name. He's still deciding. He's still deciding. But like, in issue all... 10 is the Tom Hardy Venom thing. Yeah. So I was reading it, and uh, <laughs> they save the day, and Spider-Man rolls up, and he's like, and also you, other Spider-Man. And he's like, I haven't figured out a name yet. Whatever. Yeah, because... Uh, interacting would be dumb. Because that's, that's what they did on the anime series, and... And they, they, they stopped calling him Kid and they went back to calling him Spider-Man. I'm like, good. Yeah, just call him Spider. Call him anything. Just don't call him freaking... Like, I understand, like, in his original book, calling him Spider-Man made sense. Yeah, because now the that there's a hundred of them, just, just yeah, gotta change it. Yeah, that's fine. But yeah, that's Spider-Boy. Yeah, no, no. Spider-Miles. Let's talk with Spider-Gwen. Oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah, check out 2099 when it comes out. It's starting this week. this week. Starts this week. issue 33 of Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Definitely check it out. And uh, 
I guess we go to our reviews. Reviews. Give me my stupid book. <laughs> <laughs> so this week I was gonna read Yondu. Book review. I, book. We need. I told you we need music. All the music. Never. So I told uh, you know I'm a big Yondu fan and I was gonna do Yondu, but then I was flipping through a book today and it's just so dumb that I have to talk about it. But it's dumb in the best way possible. It is Kiss Zombies by Ethan Sachs and Rodney Buscemi. It is so stupid, but in the best way. <laughs> it's stupid funny. So it's a basic zombie apocalypse, and the uh, it opens up with some guy getting killed, and the leader of the sanctuary they're at sentences him to death because he listened to music, and music summons zombies because of noises. These zombies are more reactive to sounds than most others in zombie lore. So the three main characters decide to go to New York because they hear a transmission that says, go to the garden in New York City, there's hope there. So the Mary Gang goes to the Madison Square Garden where a Kiss reunion tour poster is up on the on the uh, <laughs> the playbill. And the main characters are like, what the fuck? Okay. And they go in there, they go down to the bottom, and it's like a military base underneath Madison Square Garden, and there's cryogenic tubes. I have to spoil this because it's how Kiss gets into the book. But, uh, so it turns out that the band was cryogenically frozen, and they're like pro-zombie killers. <laughs> what? Thank right. you, Ethan Sachs. Ethan Sachs writes the old man, Hawkeye old man, Quill, and uh, other stuff. But Ethan Sachs, dude, I loved his writing in Hawkeye, so this is just dumb fun. Like I said, when I read it, I was like, I have to switch my book from Yondu to this, even though Yondu is another dumb, fun book, because Yondu is him and his ancestor from Guardians 3000, which we kind of speculated on yes. when we, it first got announced, because you were like, it would be cool if they did this, because Yondu in the future is not this dumb asshole. And then it turns out, uh, I think Nandler, I think that's the last name, d uh, or Thompson, decided to actually roll with that and do... Yondu from now meets Yondu 3000. So it's another dumb, fun book. Same with Kiss Zombies. But I fucking love this book. The artworks, uh, Bushimi's pretty good. Uh, it's a, the, My only complaint is it's it's another zombie story. It's basic zombie bullshit. Yeah. They're, in a, they're in like a walled-off town. But in this timeline, it's like 30 years after it happened. So the main characters are all from a generation where they were born into the zombie apocalypse. So right. there was no like, they ju they're like, oh man, we used to do this. So that's why music is, like, so weird and foreign to them, and they love it. So they want to hear music so bad. But, uh, yeah, no, so they go resurrect uh, Kiss from cryogenic stasis for some reason. We don't know why they were there yet, but we do know that they punch zombies and their heads explode. So, woo! Thanks, Kiss. So the Kiss books have always been weird. Right? The Kiss books has always been weird. Yeah. The last book to come out was Kiss the End. There was Kiss Stardust, Kiss, like one based off each member. Yeah. Then there was Kiss versus Army of Darkness. I don't get like, it. Like, Kiss just licenses themselves out to whoever the fuck wants to do it. Well, duh. Dynamite does a lot of the books. I think the oh, one yeah. was done by Dark Horse, but all the rest is Dynamite. I'm waiting for the Kiss biopic, man. We got one for Motley Crue. We got one for Rock, for uh, Elton John. We got one for Queen. Give us one for Kiss. I would fucking love that. Because I want to see how weird they make the origin story of it. Right. Because the real origin is just some dudes in a basement fucking well, wanted to yeah. be a weird band. But, like, I want to see how, like, they maybe have, like, a mind. And now I'm just going into biopics. Sorry, book reviews. I want to see how, like, I'm Gene say, Simmons doing here? Gene Simmons decides to, like, our characters are going to be weird space demons that fight monsters and aliens. Like, I would love to see 
like a dream sequence where like they each dream up their character and what their vision for it is. Yep. I think it would be pretty cool. And also they license themselves out to Scooby-Doo because there's a Scooby-Doo Kiss movie where they're intergalactic space uh, bounty hunters. I think you just did a whole like media breakdown of Kiss and the last Kiss breakdown. Like, okay. Anyway, the favorite part about the book, the vibe. The vibe of it is just so fun. It's like super serious and then like right when Kiss enters, it's like, here comes the fun. Here we go. It's going to be so dumb. It's going to be dumb. Yeah, this book is definitely a four for me. I wish there was more Kiss. That's the problem. It would have been a five if Kiss was the like the like for like half the book, but Kiss doesn't come up for literally the last two pages. That's fair, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they're setting it up, and I get it. It's like a five or six issue mini. They're setting up the story, but the, all the covers are Kiss zombies, and it's like showing them as zombies or fighting zombies, and it's literally just the last page. So I thought it was kind of a cop-out. Yeah. But if it's a setup... We'll see how issue two lands. We'll see how much Kiss is in it. I also want to see if they put on a show and they track all the zombies and they just start killing them with instruments. <laughs> Give it to me, Ethan Sachs. Anyway, that was my book review, James. What did you read? Hold on one second. There's some breaking news. No, that was um, about the Marvel's books. Oh, that's coming out. I saw that. Later. Yeah, so they're doing like the series of one shots coming out. Cool. So that's tied to that. Um, they call snapshots, and they will focus on like it, you know, Marvel's is going to be about yeah. it's like it's an anthology book. Uh-huh. It's going to be the one shots going to be like snapshots of moments that they talk about in the book. They'll do one like extra story about it. Like for example, the first appearance of Jim Hammond, the uh, Human Torch. Okay, it's an example. It's, I, I like that stuff. Uh, I'm not really a fan of the Marvel's books. Heathen. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. What did I read? What did you read, James? You've been hyping it up only for, like, the last 20 years. <laughs> I mean, every X-Men book ever. But, uh, <laughs> Not X-Men this week. This week? Oh, well, no. I covered X-Men. Well, X-Men is a different thing. My X-Report. <laughs> uh, it's different. But I did Legion of Superheroes. Big surprise. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> By Brian Michael Bendis and Ryan Sook. So, it's a... Uh, if you haven't been reading uh, Superman by Bendis, this is a direct tie-in from that, and, and also, also a like fallout that. from uh, a little bit, not direct, like not yeah, immediate, yeah. but there is a character that shows up in Legion Superheroes Millennium, which appears here, and she's like the, I guess like the liaison between the United Planets and uh, Legion. Cool. So it opens up with Ultra Boy, uh, well we don't know it's Ultra Boy, but they're on Planet Gotham in the Bloodhaven sewer system. And they're hunting down a... Uh, he is hunting down a Hawks craft. And then they run into a villain, uh, classic Legion villain called Mordru. He's a magic user from, like, the future. And, like, his design is crazy. And then they run, you get to... I'm going to just tell you kind of what happens a little bit. They run into Legionnaires. They bust up a thing. And then they find Aquaman's trident in a box. Cool. And then we finally get to John, who's like getting a small like he's walk around. His rings. <laughs> well, no, he, well, he got here. He has his ring, but he's walking around like uh, Armor is trying to get him to do the orientation process. Mm-hmm. And they keep getting interrupted, so he realizes that like the Earth is destroyed, and um, there's a quote about between all the reboots and revamps and everything that happened. The Earth, the Earth is bound to be destroyed. <laughs> that makes sense. And so the Earth is just a core. The core of the Earth is just floating there in space. <laughs> but they have um, uh, basically like colluding technology and stuff that they've been like the cities are like outside, but they're connected to the core by like a like a like a tube, like a tube thing. Yeah, to power their cities. Cool. 
So like, and New Metrop- York is still there. And Met- oh, well, Metropolis, like Metropolis is actually Metropolis isn't Metropolis. Like New Metropolis is the Legion headquarters. Makes sense. It's they don't do the Legion clubhouse thing, which I wanted to see. <laughs> you just like classic stuff. Yeah. Oh wait, I never asked you. What did you give your book? I said a four. Oh, you did. Yeah. Um. Sorry, <laughs> sorry I got. Like, I've, I, I was you, so hyped. You were reading the breaking news when I was telling yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah, I give it four because there's not enough kissing it. Yeah. But, um. Read the book, you'll see. Yeah. No. <laughs> but, um. What's cool is that, like, New Metropolis, for example, is the Legion base, not the clubhouse. And what's cool is that there's a little infograph on all of the uh, Legionnaires, even in the book, that John sees it all once that. He goes, that's a way so we all get to know each other because we are living on this big city and we don't get to see each other all the time. We don't always hang out. Yeah, kinda like Ultra War, for there's example. Clicks. Yeah, like Ultra Boy, for example, shows up and goes, I live here, I live here, I'm not an enemy. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows everybody. Yeah, because no one knows everyone. I do like that. It's like the yeah. Legionnaire. And then John makes a joke about it. goes, you know, normally about five is a thing, like the Titans. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do like that. Um, my five to seven. Yeah. Like, not 30. <laughs> my, I have one negative with it. What's the negative, Chief? I, it feels like a cold open. Because it is cold open. It's it's, 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 yeah. But it does feel like you're you're thrown in the middle of a story. Because you're not thrown in... Well, because you had the setup from Superman right. and Mil- Millennium. But, right. but what I mean is, you really don't, though. Oh, okay. For example, like, for what I mean is, for the story they're telling, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you read Legion, if you read that lead up. The only thing that would make sense is, like, well, why is John on there? That's yeah. the only question. You, if you... If they put this book out eight months ago, for example, and you're like, why is John a, a teenager and an adult you know, teenager on Legion superheroes. Yeah. You know, and you didn't work reading Superman. It doesn't matter because yeah. if you're not reading Superman, you pick this book up. It's not going to matter. Yeah, if anymore. you're just a Legion fan, they give you a quick recap of like John is 17 and he's in the future. They don't even do that. They didn't even give you that. No, it's one bubble. No, they, come on, Bendis. they're like, well, no, because they they explain like, oh, at the end of the original, the son of Superman is living here now. Okay, that's it. Um, so that's my my the negative is that the rest of the world you're kind of just dropped into mm. you're dropped into you're like you have to know like Legion I mean, that kind of makes sense a lot yeah, of the future could, stuff they do that with uh, Justice well, League 3000 they never they did that were just like, well they never did that though with Legion the one yeah. thing every time they've relaunched a Legion book they've always done like the first couple of issues been like a retelling of the origin and then to the current story well I guess they didn't want to do that and which is fine which is fine it's we'll kind of prob- like a Bendis thing get, well because we'll probably get an origin of this Legion later on because we kind of did and don't with yeah. the Superman stuff, like oh, Unity Day formed it, and then eventually we got together. Our plants decided to do this. Yeah, you know, but yeah. So now apparently there's a bigger story with the United Planets not wanting John there. Mm. And that's really. The I bit. wonder why. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's going to be the mystery of the series. Yeah. Um, my my favorite moment actually in the book, and besides the I live here, don't shoot. <laughs> yeah. Is that um, yeah, I live here, don't shoot. I'm okay. I do live here. No, it is my favorite moment. Is I live here. Don't shoot. He's like I'm Ultra Boy. Because he's like he's like, he's they all they all again because they don't know each yeah, other. Know like, each other. There's like fifty of them. Yeah, and that's the thing. That's why I think that's why I think what's so good about Ben is doing this is that he makes it where they are on a team, but they're not a family. Yeah, they don't like. It's not like a Teen Titans. I mean, the new Teen Titans, but it's not like the old Teen Titans where right. they're like buddies. It's not like t- Titans or Teen yeah, Titans, Titans, Titans or like any other team Justice where. League. You know where there's a closeness, and you they know each other. They know you know yeah. whether it's a business or whatever. Like this is a bunch of teenagers living on a planet, yeah. living and in the they city kind together. Of know each other, and then they work together because they all they like, all toast. It's kind of like invincible, right? They don't know they're not all friends, but they're kind of like chummy. Yeah, and that's what's cool about it. And I think that's my favorite moment. Yeah, um, doesn't have any invincible vibes. No, 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 no. no. I, it's 
the one thing I do want to see is like whether because you know John and Armor will be the leads. Yeah. Uh, but I definitely want to see where it goes. Clearly, there are lots of nods again, like the Aquaman Triton. As there's going to be a lot of nods to current DC stuff, like like what's going on now as a future aspect. Of right. It. Like uh, they make a reference to um, oh Superman. Uh, John knows Aquaman. And they're talking about the trident goes, well, I know Aquaman. And we know he's, Damien's he's, coming in the book. Show. Yeah, and so he's like, oh, well, my dad, he's like, my dad's my, uh, he's like one of my dad's best friends. And they were like, no, no, he wasn't. Uh, the original, the original, original Batman was his, your dad's best friend. And they was like something else. And they was like, oh, no, my mom's my, my, my dad's best friend. <laughs> and I was like, ew, you know. But I think that's cool. Like, and the, 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 the trident, the Batman nod, the fact that Gotham's a planet, and that it's the history of Gotham's been hidden by the United Planets. Yeah, because it's fucking batshit. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Excuse the pun. <laughs> I know. I was like, you motherfucker. Um, Sometimes they just come out. I know. It's just like <laughs> toilet for you. But, so, just to let everyone know, everyone that buys a copy of Legion will get a free Legion ring. Um, then there's also, if you do buy a copy of Legion of Superheroes from us, You'll be entered to win a raffle for you to get the Platinum Legion ring. Um, every I was just clapping. Oh, I was just clapping. <laughs> uh, every every copy of Legion you buy is another entry ticket in. So if you buy twenty copies of Legion, you get twenty entries to win a Platinum <laughs> Platinum ring. No offense, I don't know why you buy twenty, but like those rings are one hundred fifty bucks online right now. <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't buy twenty. If Legion I would spend one hundred fifty dollars, I might as well spend one hundred fifty thousand copies of Legion. I think you should buy one of each cover. Yeah, I would. That's me. I actually, I, I might get so up. You get five entries, and then you get five Legion rings to give to you and your buddies. Yeah, or put them on all your fingers. It'd be cool. I have my Legion ring. From, I actually I have an old Legion ring and my new Legion. I ring got now. an old one way back in the day when they did when, Legion superheroes back during Black Knight. Excuse this blasphemy, but when I used to go to Force World, I got a Legion ring. Yes, yeah, so did I. And then when they, I used to go to Force World, it's yeah. true. <laughs> they had the, the Legion ring. Yeah, because Legion ring. Yeah, and then you know, long story short, I'm here now. I have two <laughs> Legion rings now. So yeah, I have the old there, one. Is there any difference? Design. I have to look. I want to look at what I get home. Yeah, look the at the new it. one. The new one's a little more sleek. It's more a little more streamlined. It looks a little more. It looks more, Yeah, it's just a little more streamlined. Yeah. So now it's time book. for. Oh, I'm giving it a four or five. Yeah, I'm giving it four or five because, like I said, not a lot. Like me, like it needs more. It needs more. It needs something. Yeah. There's something missing. It needs more world. substance. Yeah, that's it. Besides setup. Yep. Book of the week. Scott Snyder. Charles Soul. What the fuck's the artist's name? Giuseppe. Common Coley and Danielle, oh my God, or Landini, Jesus artists, you guys are great. <laughs> anyway, have your moment. Undiscovered country made by Image. Image number one with Snyder and Soul. I liked it. That's all I got. <laughs> I know. No. I'm so uh, uh, as we always do. We're going full spoilers on yes. this book. And we kind of have to, because it's batshit, man. Because it makes no freaking sense. Because it, it, it tries to tell four stories at once. One of them is a twist, but it tries to tell about four stories at once. Yes. It's the story of the people who got a message from the United States, which has been cut off for 30 years because of airborne viruses and wars, and they just want to keep themselves isolated and secure. Then it's about the United States, and then it's about... Destiny Man and like it's just it just goes and All goes right, and so goes. So little background for the book. This book's been hyped for the last uh, for a months? while. I think the last two months has been hyped. It's been super hyped. So I was super excited about the concept. So how they pitched it to us was this. The United States has been cut off from the rest of the world. Uh Russia is sending in reporters 
and it's the first time in 30 plus years well, not just sending in reporters I know but well, I'm doctor, talk, well the way they pitched to us yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. it was there they're sending like a group or like a small group into the United States and it's been years and years and years since the first contact anyone's had with the United States in, in, in such a long time and they get a message from Colonel Sanders and then well that's how, oh, that's how the pitch was and there was no message from well I guess President Colonel Sanders is and they're like oh go open up and like, you, like the United States is weird now okay Cool concept. Definitely want to see what the United States is like when it has no interaction with people for years. Uh, yeah, President Colonel Sanders is like, we have a, a cure for your virus, and we'll negotiate if both of your alliances come over. Because outside of the U.S., the world split up into two like sides: the Empire and the Pan Asiatic Alliance. Yeah, like in most kind con- of continuity in the future. Yeah, you pick a side. Yeah, and the United States stayed neutral, but they like prospered from what like everybody's been talking about. Like, oh, we haven't seen anything. Their future is probably great. They enter, they get shot down by a missile, and it's Mad Max, and it's crazy. They got flying fish, they got snake things, they got fish that don't need to breathe out, like don't need to breathe water or whatever. They can Watch just the United States that aren't even there anymore. Yeah, dude, Goodbye, Northern East. Goodbye, New England. Yeah, there's um, there's like uh, you remember that Mortal Engines movie? Yeah. There's like a bunch of houses on wheels and like the big like Washington D.C. like driving up. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's really not what I see, thought it was. Yeah. And then we see Uncle Sam or Colonel Sanders, is like an Uncle Sam analog. Oh yeah, Sam. Uh, Sam Insing. Yeah, or in England. Yeah. Erglin. Either way, Uncle Sam was the guy who like sent the the message. Right. And then it turns out that like he's like I didn't send any message. We don't have any cure for a virus. Somebody's setting you guys up. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Yeah, and we'll see what the world... But it was just so weird. It really was bizarre. I mean, it's not like... It's it's, it's a good thing to be confused by a book, but it's also a bad thing. My biggest fear is that it's going to be one of those, the same problem I had with Scott Snyder. Is that the concept sounds phenomenal, yeah. but the execution is going to be poor. He's going to, he's going to overboard this with a lot of unnecessary junk. Well, there was a lot of, no offense, unnecessary junk in this book. I know it was, a lot it was more super wordy. It, it was more like, wordy. I understand like it's political and diplomatic, and it's like see that's why I don't mind stuff. wordy, but it's not. It wasn't wordy in that sense, though. It was no. just a lot. It was a lot of mumbo jumbo. It was a lot of exposition where it's also like forty eight pages, I think. Yeah, that's fine, which I like, but it was a lot of exposition for something you could have just done on an infograph. They like had in, infographs at the end. Yeah, but you could have done an infograph and been like, and this is the history of the United States. Blah, 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 blah. Here, read this real Here's quick. Here's the history of the United States and the world in two pages, and the yeah. rest is the story. Yeah, and this is what the United States looks like. They wanted to blah, keep blah. it like a weird mystery. Yeah, but you know that at the end of the book, I mean. Oh, yeah. And just yeah. done the entire book from the start where they got the message and everything, got into the United States. You know, it's, it's also started... set up in a series of flashbacks, which yeah, I don't like. Yeah, which really I don't mind that, though. I don't mind I that. I find it annoying when they make uh, flashbacks like a crutch. Because you know they're going to use flashbacks for the entire rest of the story, and that's they be may not. They may have designed it for the issue one. Let's hope. Because it's just it's a set setup. So yeah, it's just to set up the story. Yeah. And you need that because it's a better way of telling the story without having to spend a whole issue in the present and then them going in and stuff like that. Yeah, I get it. I just don't. So, I feel like it's always like a cliche. I definitely want to see where it goes. I definitely. Yeah, I want to see where they're going to take this weird version of the United States and. Yeah, because what happens in this? Yeah. You know, in this world. Who's the destiny man? Yeah, and what's going on? Why the United States is the way it is? Why is everybody like mad? Mad? Because we but, like, know. Like, this flying sharks and fish. There's a like the dude who's riding the horse. That's not destiny man. That's like his lieutenant. No, it's not a horse. He was riding a. He was riding bison. a man-eating cow or something. He's, by, he's riding a no, bison. But, like, but I was talking about how big the guy was. Oh yeah, he's massive. Yeah, he's like a, he's a giant. And they he's all got, like, like mummies. He's got like weird horse legs and like I think they also got the sky plague, yeah, the sky virus. But they were able to survive, but it made them crazy or something. Right. I think so. I think 
like with the series, I think you know how I normally bitch about world building. Yeah, they don't. They they, they did it very quickly, which they should tone it down a little bit. They did a lot of world building, and it honestly turned me off. They did too much world building. You can have. You don't need every detail about everything else going on in the world. You can be like, yeah, the rest of the world kind of got together, and this is what we're doing now. Yeah. You know, and gone into they the story. They gave us too many exposition dumps. Yeah. And you didn't need They it. had the round table meeting. They had the helicopter meeting. They had the Colonel which, Sanders which thing. It was all about the same thing. Yeah. It was all about them they going to the United States. They were all talking States. about the same stuff. Yeah, going to the United States. Because <laughs> they, quote, unquote, have a cure for this virus. Mm-hmm. The world building I want to see is the United States. Yeah. Which is, but again, it's a setup book. They yeah. have to establish the it's characters one, yeah. and the twist. I like the in issue two and three, they'll probably do a lot of the United States stuff. Yeah. Is this a six issue mini or is it an ongoing? Mini. Really? That's okay. a mini. I don't remember. I don't know how long it is, but it's mini. Okay. But uh, I do like I do like the book. I'm not crazy about it. Yeah, I don't. I'm not I think the hype it. they overhyped it for what we got. It's because it's Snyder. Snyder's been overhyped recently. I like and it was in like DC. Then it was Image who did it, and everyone else. Mind speculators like, yeah, it's it's the best book of the year. I'm like, it's, you've never no. read it. You haven't read it yet. Some people got advanced versions of it and said it was crap. A lot of people are saying now it's really good. I'm on the fence. I think it's a good book, but it's not a great book. All right. So on that note, what'd you give it? Three point five. I'm gonna be in the same boat with yeah. you. So it's a good book. It's got great stuff going on, but it's not a fully realized great book. The right. potential like, is there. It could again, go from meh to saga. You know what I mean? Right. The first issue of saga, it's it's okay. Saga, you're right. But saga is meant to be read in volumes. Right. Maybe this book not, is meant to not, be read not, in volumes. No, saga is not meant to be read in volumes. Saga I read is, saga in chunks, and it fucking pays off every time. I mean, you can read saga every month. It's not meant to be read anyway. It's just that it just sort of grows yeah. with each issue. That's yeah. the thing, and I think that's just based on the writing and the art, you know, yeah. of Saga. I hope that that's what happens in Unscanned Country, mm-hmm. where it's like, like, again, Saga had all that exposition dump in the beginning, and you're like, what the fuck is this yeah. all about? Issue one was kind of like, okay. And then you're like, and you know what? And left off with the cliffhanger that yep. wanted me to read more. This left off with the cliffhanger that wanted me to read more. Right. With too much exposition dump. So issue two is, hopefully, if they follow the saga thing, they're going to skyrocket into, what the fuck? Yeah, because there's no more, yeah, because well, no the cover need is, to explain uh, The cover everything. is what the Destiny Man looks like. It's yeah. like the dude in the scuba suit with the horns. Yeah, because there's no more need for exposition at this point. You yeah, have we, all the information you all need. We, we, well, we need, more si- like, we need more backstory on the characters. Right, which is fine. But, like, but we, that's how yeah, stories work. Because there's the reporter, there's the sergeant, there's yeah. the uh, military, not the military, the, um, the, pol- the politicians. Yeah. I want to see more on that. Yeah. I also want to see more on the... What do they call themselves? The silent minority? Yep. But of course, we only got introduced them right at the end, so we're definitely going to see more of the silent minority yeah. later. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. So, we give it, you gave it 3.5? Um, def- yeah, definitely 3.5. Again, it's a lot of exposition, and hoping that... Because the problem is, if this is a mini, they did the exposition stuff at the wrong time. Yeah. You can space it out between the series. Yeah. If it's an ongoing... Fine, that's fine. Let's see where they go. Let's see where they go. Now it's time for the X Report! Hit me with that X report, James. What came out this week from the Dawn of X line? So we have two books out from Marvel this week. You did a lot of reading. Yeah, I did a lot of reading. (laughs) I read two books you read for. Four. Uh, Two (laughs) books came out from the Dawn of X. Uh, Starting, I'm going to start off with the, uh, the stronger of the two books, in my opinion. Uh, New Mutants written, written by Jonathan Hickman and Ed Brisson and the author uh, Ian Riez. Ian Riez? I'm sorry, Ian Riez. What? I but, thought it was Rod. No, I'm still checking. It should be Rod Reyes. 
Rodriguez, sorry. Yeah. The other one. Rodriguez. Yeah. Yes. He did Hadron's Wall, which is such a good book of reading. This is the, honestly, of the two books I want to talk about today, uh, this is the strong of the two. So, those who don't know, New Mutants will be a combination of those kids that were from New Mutants and Gen X. Um, and, like, the younger X-Men people we were talking about before. Yeah, like... From, like, the, from Young X-Men and, like, Generation X. Uh, Generation X, the new version, and... All new X-Men. All new X-Men, yeah. Yeah, all new X-Men. So, it opens up with the uh, revival of uh, Rain, who is Wolfman. Yeah. And it's like, oh, hey, I died, and... Oh, I died, I came with heaven. Yeah, you kind of did. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. <laughs> so we now we with with all the problems we saw that Mondo was going to be on the team we kind of didn't know what he was going to be on the team. Um, Mondo was a weird addition for sure. But he, his weird, his addition makes sense to the team in this book because he him and Cipher are trying to talk to Krakoa. Even though Cipher can talk to Krakoa himself, he is using Mondo as like kind of a bridge to see because Mondo's powers is that he can talk to plant life. Yeah, he's the plant man. Um, so they're trying to do that, and they're using Mondo as a uh, in-between, but Mondo can't talk to Krakoa, Krakoa can talk through Mondo, though. In a weird, kind of, kind of, like, John Carpenter, the thing type of thing. So, then you have Sam and Danny, uh, talking about how great this place is, um, no, not Sam, Roberto and Danny, mm-hmm. talking about how yeah, great... Talking about how great Krakoa is now and how they miss Sam, and they decided to go to, to Shi'ar space to go get Sam back uh, with the help of the Star Jammers. Yeah, Star Jammers is getting more relevant. So I won't spoil the rest of the book, because the rest of the book is just them hanging out with Star Jammers, really. Yeah. Um, makes the book so cool. If you're a fan of the New Mutants, it's a very classic New Mutants story. They're older, but they're into some hijinks. And it's like a funner, kind of like... <laughs> it's funner. It's the funner. It's the the more like the more lighthearted of the series I've read so far. Out of every X Men book, so far that I've read, it's the more lighthearted. Like the reason why they even go and see us. They're all kids. Well, they're not they're kids. They're teenage adults. They're, they're like adults. me. They're not. Yeah, they're like you. They're not much older than me, if anything. Yeah. Um. But it's the more lighthearted of the books. They are going again. They're going to Shiar. They're going to Shiar space to go get their friend back, who's with his wife and kids. You know, it's them, and they get in trouble because. Um, they this they get bored on the ship and then go after Corsair to go see what they're doing and they get caught by the Shi'ar. They're literally in trouble because they are caught by the Shi'ar in a room they shouldn't have been in. That's it, <laughs> and that's like the start of the series because it's it's because we know there's gonna be the story the series is gonna be parallel stories while they're up in Shi'ar space what the kids doing on Earth. So this is the start of it. I. Find, I think this is a stronger of the two books I'm going to read for one reason because it is a more like book and it has a story to tell. I think there's something missing in it. It's a very fast read, that's why. It's not even like it's missing, it's just a very fast read. Yeah. Um, because if you know and love the characters, you'll know and love the book. I mean, you can say that about anything really, but I think the story is very... Of the, of the X-Men stories, it's the lighter of the stories, it's the funniest of the stories... It's you know they're having sparring matches, they're betting bourbon on between Roz and Magic fighting. You yeah. know, it's like Magic, not this crazy off the chain, you know, unhinged woman we've seen before. She is in the book, yeah, yeah. but she's not as insane as we've seen her before. Yeah, Chamber the introduction to Chamber is cool. Monitor's introduction is cool because he serves a purpose. There's an underlying secret between about Kakoa that they're un- un- unraveling because they're in space. 
and it may lead into something why the X-Men are acting the way they are on Earth. Mm. Without spoiling it. I like how all the books do tie into the big Krakoa stuff. Yeah. Like, a, like a lot of times, I know that's what Hickman's vision was for oh, us, yeah. but I like, like a lot of times in other books, like when they've done the X-Men, Blue X-Men, Red X-Men, Gold X-Men, yeah. all new, uncanny, like it was all like mishmash, like each team talked to each other, but was never interconnected into in stories. Right. This is, they're all doing the same thing, just, it just seemed from a different point of view. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which is good. What else did you read this week? Sorry, up the air home real quick. So, the other book I read... Oh, so I have New Moons, I give it a 4 out of 5. Okay. I forgot we rated the X Report. Yeah, we always rate <laughs> the X Report. Uh, the other book I read was X-Force by Benjamin Percy and art done by... Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Come on. Art by Joshua Cossera. Cossera? Cossera. So, this is the weakest of the books, of the X-Men books that have come out so far. Good to know. Uh, in my tell opinion why, only. Tell me why, So, the only reason why... Okay, so, rough story is this. Domino is infiltrating a new secret villain group that exists on, uh, outside Krakoa. And they are... And that's really it. And she, she has found out that she's missing. So... That's as far as the story goes with Domino, and then all of a sudden there, Krakoa is invaded by five people in, in mask and in like body armor that Xavier can't block, that Xavier can't manipulate, and then I'm, I'm going, to, I don't want to spoil the ending, but then something happens. Something bad happens. Major happens. Which doesn't really matter based on, if you've been reading X-Men, death means nothing. Yeah. Um, the start of the next issue will probably be them reviving him. Yeah. So, but you know? no, because they're still in the middle of, of Krakoa being invaded by this group. Yeah, you know what I but mean. But like the whole, <laughs> so the the rest of but the rest of the series is like them talking to each other about it's Black Tom Cassie talking about like the security protocols mm-hmm. on uh, Krakoa and how they don't work. Yeah. And I'm like, that makes no sense. Like, like. For example, there's a scene where these guys are parachuting onto the island. And Black Tom is... Black Tom Cassie is literally looking at these guys parachute to the island. And there's a whole infographic explaining how the island can sense things coming in through the atmosphere. But can't... Since these four people falling... Yeah, they have, like, weird tech... They don't. Because they would, they would have literally explained that in the book. Well, maybe they'll explain it in the next issue. You know, I hope so. Because I'm like... It makes no sense. Like, this, the first invasion of Krakoa is going to be... From four randos, and well, they're obviously anti-mutant people, right? But or four, they're sinisters. No, they're they're really <laughs> four randos. They're four randos from the group that uh, Domino was infiltrating in the beginning, mm-hmm. but they don't have they, that group has no name yet. Yeah, and that was it. Like the the X Force team's not formed yet. There's like, no, from what I saw that like it's Black Tom, Wolverine, Jean Grey, and Domino. I mean, they're all there. Like I mean, Colossus is there, but he's injured. Like yeah. The first thing I'm used to class in book, he's already, his knee was blown out because he was coming back with Kitty from a thing with the Marauders. I'm glad we got to see that in the Marauders book. You know, <laughs> and Quentin's not even there yet. So I'm like, and, and Domino's captured, and, and yeah, so I'm like... It's a weird setup. It's a weird setup for a book for them to form X-Force. Yeah, the last X-Force book was kind of meh, but it was set up way better. That's it what made it, like, more sense. If you're using game. this as your intro to form the team, it doesn't make sense because then you could have picked anyone else. Yeah, you could have picked just random-ass people. 
Unless it's an all illusion by Xavier saying what we need to do with security. Yeah. Which would be it's so like, dumb. It's like a test. Yeah. Like, you guys let them do this. How could you do this? Get right. better X-Force. Yeah, but like, if they were like X-Force... If, I would have preferred like they did a cold open where X-Force was formed by the because of the Quiet Council. Yeah, like, Mystique was the actual leader right. of the team. And she was like, alright, you guys need to figure out why the fuck all the bad shit's happening in Krakoa. Because, like, I saw what happened to Sabretooth... And they promised me destiny, but we don't see destiny. Well, like, no, well, no. Remember, you have, to, you have to realize the way they pitch this is that the CIA and operators of stuff. I know, but they should CIA, be working undercover with. Like, they wouldn't Mystique. have no. They wouldn't have to. They're. I feel like that'd just be a better book. Where Mystique is like the leader, and she's like running the CD organization. No, I would. No, I w- if X Force, if they're using pitching X Force as the CIA, because like again, Marauders like the Navy of it. Like this, is the X Force, like mm-hmm. this, is the CIA. It would have been better if they look. They worked directly for the Quiet Council, and why Jean Grey's on the team yeah. is because she's part of the Quiet Council. So having Jean, go, Xavier going, Jean, you're going to lead our security stuff with. You're going to work with Sage and um, Black Tom, who are security heads, mm-hmm. and form a team that would work in and out of Krakoa. Okay, and that would make more sense. Not this. Something happens to someone, and they're rallying around that because Domino's missing. Yeah. Like, why was Domino sent on this mission to begin with? Don't give me a cold open for a team book. <laughs> cold opening for team books don't make sense. Yeah, it's a bit bizarre. Because, like, again, this character went missing because she was on a mission for us. But why was she on a mission at all? It wasn't the whole point of us to be rebuilt? <laughs> like, to finally settle peace and then you were to do... That's why Hellfire Corporation works for you. That, they're the yeah. you're shady people. But anyway. It's weird. It is so weird. So, but I do have a favorite part of the book. What it be? Do 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 do. I do like Black Tom Cassie in this book, cause like his he's he's one he speaks of uh, of it as we. And I think he's him and Krakoa are. Oh, he fulfills the same role that Mono does, for example. Yeah, he's like the Krakoa. He can speak the Krakoa. Yeah, he's a Krakoa connection in this book. Krakoa connection. Um, I do have a, like my favorite part is where they're um Black Tom is like talking about uh Krakoa and he's just bitching to Xavier. About how you should never trust anybody that comes into the island, even yeah. Kitty and them on the ship, because it's yeah. not right. Because if, if they can't use the portals, then allowed allowed in on the island. Yeah. Um, and I, in my head, I'm thinking he's talking with a thick Irish brogue, because <laughs> he is. He is. He's because yeah. he's um, Banshee's brother, mm-hmm. cousin, cousin, cousin. Yeah, they're related. Uh, my worst moment of the book, though, is they spend like the whole time, but it's like the last act of it is really just talking about. It goes back to a thing that Beast and Wolverine were talking about in the beginning about how the island has to have predators on it. And they're like, oh, oh. The worst part of it is like there's a thing where Beast is try- is hunting, is f- tracking an animal mm-hmm. on Kakoa. And so is Wolverine. But they're not, they don't know the other one's tracking it. So they run into each other. And then the animal tries to attack Beast and Wolverine like shoot, gets away from him. And, and Beast's like, oh, don't kill it. And goes, well, it's not native to Kakoa. How's it not native to Krakoa? Krakoa grows everything that's on this island. I don't know, man. Maybe Ben Percy didn't get the memo. Like, it's stuff like that that bothers me. Other than that, it's not bad. And the ending makes no sense. Like, I, I don't like the ending. I want to spoil yeah, the ending. It's weird. But you, uh, I, I, I told I you the ending it, yeah. out of here, outside the recording, and I'm like, it makes no sense based on what we know about how all this stuff. Well, we know how X Men works, works now. So, <laughs> so it has no. Why? Stakes. Yeah. Why would that? Why be end your, with that if there's no stakes? Right. Exactly. To, to to for them to bring that person back and be like, 
we gotta make a team to go after these threats and black that and if that's the case that's the dumbest setup and, I, and yeah. that's why I'm like so far it's the weakest link it's the weakest and we book. haven't even read Fallen, Fallen Angels, Angels and that's the one I, I'm su I was super worried about but now it's gonna be a good book because it's got Sinister in it and you I love Sinister you know 5 out of 5 immediately 5 out of 5 I hope the book's good because I love X-23 Mr. Sinister shows up on a spread page uh, 5 out of 5 <laughs> A spread page and he's all sassy. Oh, five <laughs> out of five. I, I give it ten out of five. Like, all right. I give that. I'm giving the X Force a three out of five. Okay, it's still a good book. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, it's not bad. It's just, it's a bad setup. And thus concludes the X report. Yes, our weekly X report from. Actually, I have one more left to do. You have two more. Isn't Fallen Angels in one more book? No, that's it. Well, then there's the, going to be the books that got announced. Wolverine counts. Yeah, when they come uh, out. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. So we'll be, the extra report's going to go on hiatus. Yes, we are. We have. Unless you want to cover number two, number three, number no. four. <laughs> You're like that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. <laughs> um, yeah, so extra report. Our lot. Our next one will be, and I'll tell you right now. They have the release order in the back of every book, which is actually really cool. They want you to be up to date on what the fuck you're doing, and what the fuck you're reading. <laughs> yeah. Next one will be Fallen Angels, and that will be the last of the extra report until Wave 2 in February. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy, man. You get two months off of the extra report. Thank really, It'll be like a month and a half. Until we launch our side podcast, right. <laughs> where we talk all X-Men all the time. As I scream at the mic by X-Men. X-Men, read it! <laughs> all right, James, take us home! Thanks, guys, for listening. You can head to our website, androidscomics.com, and check out this week's previews and new releases. Follow us on Instagram at androids underscore comics and Twitter at androidscomics for up-to-date news. Don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, and share with your friends. So, oh, and always remember to support... support Support your local comic book shop and have a good one. Also, I totally forgot. We're open on Mondays now. Oh, yes. Please come in. I'm so lonely. <laughs> so, I mean, officially this week, we've now opened, we've changed the hours. We are now open on Mondays also. Mondays So, we are open six. seven days a week, guys. So, if you didn't Come have, in and say hi. If you needed that, com that sweet, sweet comic book fix, we are here for you now. All right. Thank you guys so much. Thank bye you bye. for checking out.